Welcome to Hollow Hollow Time episode seven. Got it to number lucky seven. And today seven is seven episodes already. Seven episodes. Today is October 14th. No, 2023. 15. 15. 15. Oh, 15. 15. 15. 15. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't fast on the finger. Let's do it Okay, we're still we're still okay. In. Serious now. <laughs> so um, I am Kuya Nikki, and this is Atemaan. Ma- we also have to my right. Where is he? Here it is. <laughs> Kuya Rob. I think he has my spores. <laughs> we also have. Hello. Az Panoy. AKA Carl, and for the first time. All right. Is this our special Woo-hoo! guest this week? AZ Panay. AZ Panay. Our first, our first guest. Our <laughs> first <laughs> official guest. Which yeah. might be like guest. a committed guest too. <laughs> Below us, we have. Tita Fred. Zach and Rutledge. I'm sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. AKA I thought we were doing costumes. My bad. My bad. And to Fred's left, we have Kuya Harold Roldi. Kuya Roldi. And last but not least, we have more and more. Oh, <laughs> zooming, zoom in, wow. zoom in. Enhance. More. Enhance. More. Enhance. 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 Is that AI? <laughs> That's AI or more. We want the real one. Bring it back. <laughs> Enhance. 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 So we did we did miss last week, unfortunately, but we're back. We're back here for another hollow yeah. hollow time. We're flexible with the shifting. So full full house today. So that's very good and impressive. And we uh, come together for these chats because not only for our love of Lego, but again, we want to share our uh, ideas, our experiences, our memories of being Filipino North Americans and sort of what we can uh, bring together in uh, ideas and thoughts and expressions, how uh, we've come to be who we are. And again, Lego really is our common denominator. (laughs) Yes. And um, speaking of um, this month, October is a special month for our culture. So we're going to touch base on the uh, Filipino Heritage Month, uh, something that I wasn't really aware of. I only knew about the Independence Day in June. Um, But as we are also in October, we can also start talking about Filipino superstitions and all the things that creep in the dark. And I know you all have all your stories, so I can't wait to uh, listen to them. (laughs) 
Yes, yes. And then we won't the, sleep tonight. And the moo-moos <laughs> that crawl at night. Okay, okay guys, the intro's done. We, you, you guys can jump in anytime you want. <laughs> you sure? I enjoy it. You got gonna this. Talk I mean, I was listening. You know, I was yeah, like, you yeah, know, this is nice. Yeah, this is We're like, I'm like well waiting for someone else to well jump done. in. That was well done. <laughs> We're like, that's fine. They got this. It's crazy this, this. <laughs> year. I'm, I'm just here for looks, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm just here for pretty. I'm just here to look, you know? You know? Yeah, okay. I have the bogeyness now. Okay, we got it. <laughs> Are you wearing double glasses too? Whoa. Oh my God. Wow, Rob. Rob's going three. Is that how you're wow. at night? Shave yeah, yeah, thing. at night. Yeah, <laughs> I actually got, uh, you know, a head a headlamp for my um, my early morning runs, and the trail that I run on is so <clears throat> dark, creepy. There's oh. it's there's there's all of these creepy crawly, you know, it's your motivation animals and to stuff. Run. There, what's that? Yeah, to run. Your motivation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. run faster. <laughs> That's what I would do. Six minute miles, you know. Oh my God. There's, there's, there's in 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 Austin. There is a, a bridge. Um, if you haven't been to Austin before, there's a bridge with thousands of bats underneath. They live in the bridge, and oh. the trail goes under the bridge. Oh. And so my my run, you know, when I go early in the morning, they're all you know. Loud and waiting for you, and you're like, yeah, yeah, my waiting speed for work. Me basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh Texas, gosh, and it's still so very fast. white after running, so it's so nighttime like, and very early. <laughs> yeah, what time do you go then? Like 5 a.m.? Yeah, and uh, it's like 5 5 ish, or it gets hot, right? Yeah, or it gets hot, hot, exactly. So it's like either be scared by all of the you know animals and wildlife or suffer through the heat. You know, okay. yeah, yeah. Which oh. one will kill you less? <laughs> I'll slow you down, slow you down more. Slower, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually, Is here, that... whenever I go running in the dark, I'm always looking out for the skunks. Yeah. Because you can spot the skunks because of that, their white strip. Because if you're running around the sidewalk, uh. there's always like skunks. Like, and there's enough and then you, light to you retract kind, off them. They kind of like, scare, like st startle you. And you don't want to get sprayed. Yeah, yeah we have a lot right. of skunks around here. You don't want to get That's sprayed, so you quick, you just run to the opposite side and then keep yeah. going. Because then they going. can just spray. Mm. When I was, when I mean, I was over here, it's run. rattlesnakes. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Jeez. Yeah. Why do we <laughs> run? Nope. Why do we want to be one with nature? I don't get it. <laughs> That's how it started. Yeah, yeah that's true. Running. Back back to the From roots. fear. That's right. <laughs> yeah, out of fear. That's the, that's fear. The, that's the reason why you run. Right? Out of fear. Well, the, the funny thing is we had, a, uh, we had a friend one time from Chicago. Remember, uh, uh, I forgot his name, but uh, Charlton, yeah. We, we went hiking, and it was like a simple... Like a simple path. It was right? the bottom of Superstition yeah, Mountain. Yeah, the Superstition Mountains Superstition over here. Superstition Mountain, wow. And uh, right? we, we, I think he, he took a, like one of those off path, off the path trails. Well, you got to tell him first. Yeah. This guy is short and buff <laughs> and very happy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he was like, he's going to go ahead of us with his brand new expensive cactus skeleton. Is that oh, what it's called? Spine the, or whatever? The walking stick. The walking oh, stick. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the spine of the cactus or saguaro. Oh, okay. So he left us. Go ahead. And then, well, he, he <laughs> left us and then we saw him. He was like... He was far. Like he was far. And then, like, what is he doing? And then all of a sudden, 
like he, like Cheryl said, he's Run. like this short Filipino guy. All of a sudden, you seem like running, running like downhill, and we're like, what's going on? <laughs> we went downhill, and he was getting chased by bees. Yeah, oh, no. oh. this Chicago Filipino man is that's amazing. <laughs> No. So it was like a cartoon. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, the dust yeah, smoke dust. behind him. He goes, I have, I have friends that I can divert the bees too. Oh, how fast the bees can <laughs> Oh my fly. God. Only yeah. so much you can do with a cactus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <against> bees. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> That's the wrong thing to bring on your, on your hike. Yeah. On my, on my run last or er, two weeks ago, uh i had my my light on and it was like the led there's like an led mm -hmm. one and then there's like an actual like light bulb one that it's just very specific where the led one is it's much wider so right. you can see the whole path <laughs> so i had that one on and i saw like these um these fireflies kind of like oh, floating yeah, around okay. I was like, oh cool, cool. they have fire they have, they have fireflies in, in texas mm -hmm. and then they you know mm -hmm. like they they went away right and then i saw it again but then i heard and it was little little feet scurrying oh. away. And I realized that it wasn't fireflies. It was my light reflecting their eyes oh, of some sort it? of a creature. I don't oh, know. No, I didn't no. see it. Wendy. See it. Wendy. Wendy, bro. The Wendy. Hello. Speaking of. Hello. That's a good segue into. Uh, <laughs> You know, our, our superstitions. We run, we run outside nope. to look for duende What's or duende? little dwarves. He has a dwarf. Like, yeah, I don't know what. I don't. Nope. I actually don't know any. You know, uh, superstitions. Your parents didn't uh, feed yeah. you into you know, that. Uh, uh, no, no. Oh. So thank like, goodness, because I can actually sleep monsters? at night. So they're little be able to. creatures. So they're dwarves. Yeah. So the Duende, the Wikipedia, thank you, Wikipedia, not sponsored. Yeah. Uh, is there a definition share screen? of no, I'm not gonna do a share screen. I mean you yeah, can look sure up you can you can you can find a Google image if you want, but the the not. description is a duende is a humanoid figure of a of folklore with variations from okay. Iberian, Ibero-American, and Filipino cultures com comparable to dwarves, gnomes, or leprechauns. Duende. Mm. And they're all over the Philippines because I remember mm -hmm. my dad would have his own version stories in the north. Yeah. And my mom was from Mindoro and she has her own <clears throat> version stories from the south. Mm -hmm. And they are not to be, um, you cannot, you should not offend them. So I remember, I don't know if you remember, like a few shows ago, we're going, we're talking about cool. when you go to areas that are sacred, you don't say, you say, right? Which is, uh, yeah, Nuno is, Excuse I guess, me. what is a, what is Nuno? I guess maybe another word for Duende, I'm assuming. Yeah, just another. It's a little bit bigger, supposedly. And so they're just another supernatural na supernatural <coughs> entity. But yeah. Tabipo means uh, go aside or I'm coming through. But mm. please do it so, so I'm not offending your space. Right? So I know or when we go through graveyards, yeah, and you don't want to step on them because then they yeah. can curse you, you or do something. Yeah. Right. So I remember as a little, I'm like, yeah. I don't know what I was saying, but I'd be going through <laughs> graveyards going, Tabipo, no, no. Tabipo, <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. Say, uh, say it again. Say it again clearly tabi, so I know. No, no. So tabipo is Tabi well, po, po is you know you say to all elderlies, right? Yeah. Opo, um, kamusta yeah, 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 yeah. po? But tabi yeah. is to go aside. Tabi po, tabi, no, no, po. and no, no is Tabi's the entity. Po, no, no. 
Tabi po na. Now you know what to do in any scary place. Yeah, just just preemptively say that while you're running. And when I was little, any mounds that you see, don't step on it. Yes. Yeah. So that's your mansion out there. Mounds, like a small yes. dirt mound. So my it's supposedly my, like their home, their house, exactly. So yeah. I don't know if they're ant hills, but my mom's my mom's story about that. I don't know if we should go into this now. Is about her dad. So this was during the wartime, and he was a soldier, and young man. He was a boisterous, you know, soldier, and he sees this mound in some jungle area in, I would assume, Mindoro, right? And so he was blatant and just uh, obnoxious, and he wanted to do number one, to pee. Hmm. And he sees this mound, and, you know, sometimes I guess people pee on the uh, uh, bark of a tree, but he sees this mound instead. Anywhere. And much. he peed uh -oh. on this mound. And oh. so he nothing. He thought he thought nothing of it. He basically said, "Step aside, your king is coming." Is what my <laughs> my version is, which is even more of an offense, right? Like I can't I can't remember like thing uh, or something like that, right? So it's a more offensive to even a, a maybe a sacred space that you should be say that saying that <clears throat> right? So he thought nothing of it, but in that evening he goes home and. His private parts expand crazy, like crazy. Not in a, in a bad way. way. In a bad yeah. way. I don't, I don't think it was uh, good. Clarification. It was a very bad <laughs> way. Nice. Nice. And good. so they had to call um, a the witch. Berries. They had to call a witch doctor. Ultimately, um, uh, there's a word it? for that. Albulario. Uh, uh, Albulario. Thank you. They had to call for an Ambulario who did I don't know what maybe. What? Something. Yes, yeah. and this so, is what? my mom's family. Wait, so this is a true story. True story. Oh, can we can mom, we do, can we get dad. you to record this later? Is a true story over some random video footage <laughs> and post this on YouTube? One second here. <laughs> no, I don't want to detour. Let's keep going. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> keep so going. Uh, they they true have story. the Umbelario come to the house, and I I don't know what they do with potions or or. Prayer smokes, I don't know. But again, my mom's family is yeah. very Catholic, right? Very pious, all that stuff. And yet, yeah. the divergence of Filipino culture is you have that faith, but you also have this uh, strong belief in the ambulario and what they can do with respect to these other entities that are very much on earth, not, not heavenly angels, right? And so he reverted back to normal, I think, after a few days. Maybe he had to take some potions as well eat some potions and he went on to have five children so and i'm you know one of the many grandchildren later on <laughs> clearly nothing was wrong with the functioning after so thank you umbelario for <laughs> making that, sure that, my mom's side of the family so still keeps going that, that actually happened well not that same story but for my cousin uh oh, my old my oldest recent. cousin in the philippines okay first of all uh, he doesn't talk about scary stuff at all so this is really intriguing for me that's great this is great. Okay. Love okay. This. Just all the lights usually on in the house we'll send you some stuff okay. later We're all the lights, yeah. i am intrigued <laughs> no so in the in the philippines my oldest cousin got sick right got sick and it was one of those you know they couldn't figure out what's going on so they they got the local albulario, right? Yeah, or we'll say mangihilot or something like that. And they did the same thing, like a seance thing. And I actually saw it to where oh. they burned. I forgot what they burned, but they, they, it, it, it created like some shape of, you know, they'll say, oh, it's some creature that he passed 
it, they said it's some creature that he passed by. It's kind of like that Tawi Tawi Ponuno, right? Yeah. On this specific tree by our school. A tree always. Okay. Yeah. And so ever, oh. yeah. And ever since then, I've never passed it when I was in elementary school. <laughs> I told You're talking about like Capra? No, they didn't say it was Capra. That's a different they, character. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot what it was, but it could be. But it was one of those like as you were a kid and that's what they found out. What so happened to him that they thought this happened? Yeah. I, I forgot. It was a long time ago, but it was one of those, you know, you like were little enough, like, yeah, memories of, uh, but enough kid, to make an impression and scare yeah. you. So, yeah, yeah. maybe so the bad Rob was a tick tick. Wow. My dad, my dad had a had one of those trees in his in his neighborhood that he had to pass by whenever he went to school, and so at night he. <laughs> he would at least try to have somebody walk with him, but a lot of time he was alone. And the and and uh, the only time he would walk by the tree, like it was on his way home, is yeah. if there was a jeepney or a tricycle passing. or a car passing. So there he were times in which he would have to wait for like five minutes for a tricycle <laughs> or something to come, and then he would run alongside the tricycle <laughs> just to pass by this damn tree. Because he ain't trying to mess wow. with that that kind of stuff. But the Wait. duende going going back to duende yeah. though, the the curses or the things don't have to be as extreme as in a large Parts. genital area. Mm -hmm. um, Sounds great to me. But duende, where are you at? Duende, if it takes for me to pee on your mound, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Um, um, but. Uh, it could be like missing things. I know, like the, uh, like yeah. missing missing items. Um, <clears throat> them messing that. them messing with you in your sleep. Them giving you nightmares while you sleep, um, and things like that. Um, and then it's it's not even just in the. It's even crossed over because I've had a. I remember I, like when I was a little kid, we went over to a relative, like a or I don't know, a, a family friend's house. Is my California? dad's in California. Oh, you and, brought uh, Wendy family, with them. family, friend's house, and I saw that they had like a miniature like house in their backyard, and I was like, "What the like?" I was like, "Dude, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, you can play dolls and stuff in there." And I was like, "Maybe they, maybe they have, you know, maybe the their kids or whatever, kind of like mess with it." And then yeah. they, and then they saw me looking at it, and they said, "Don't touch it." My my my, <laughs> my 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 dad was like, "Don't touch that." Just, just look at it from afar. Don't get too close. I was like, okay, and I was like, but it looks dope because it like yeah. it was really ornate and detailed. And then I, and on the way home, like you know, I later find out that that was their spot for the duende. That was for them to appease. Yeah, they're offering to duende. And a lot wow. of the time, if something terrible happens or whatever, if or even or, or they they come across a string of bad luck or whatever they'll leave food for it yeah, like for them I've like at that too. wow they'll, bring they'll leave back. right they'll they'll bring food they'll bring an offering they'll they'll, they'll bring it to that little the little house or whatever or and i guess they would bring it to a mound or whatever wherever they feel like the, the duende is <laughs> so that the duende wouldn't wouldn't screw with them but sometimes right. it even follows like family lines like it's just like like a like a house elf, yeah. like a family, like a, like a family a house elf. Yeah, but the, the duende yeah, is free. Yeah. Little did they know they just had to give him socks or something. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's just something as as trivial as like little stupid stuff like that. But then the the way yeah. to appease it is to, um, is to treat it like it's 
like it's you know family or whatever to but sacrifice um, or or offering or something that's so interesting right again because again we're, we're so catholic in terms of the whole culture and yet there's yeah, always sure. this side of uh the philippine heritage is still very mindful very um afraid right superstition yeah, about that piece right so um yeah, no, I thought first you're gonna say it was a Bahai Kubo in the backyard. But, yeah. And and you know, again, like when, when people migrate to another country, you would think that you're you would lose these entities because there's other sorts of scary things here, like vampires and <laughs> and werewolves, which is more North American in in um European in yeah, and yeah, European yeah. in monstrous flavors. But uh, that's interesting <clears throat> that maybe some of these entities are really attached to the lineage. Like what if they're attached to family names? And and uh, not what I don't think I have any of those, <laughs> if anything. But uh, Nick's dad actually is from the most haunted city in the Philippines. Copies. He's from Copies. Copies. Where the Copies. monsters originated. Yeah. The most haunted. The most haunted yes. city what? is Copies. Where They're the monster the story Aswang? started. They're known for aswangs, which yes. are like disembodied or like half floating. That's Mananangal. Yeah. Mananangal and aswangs, but. What what uh, province is that? Capiz uh, is, <clears throat> is the is the province. Capiz is oh the province yeah. I see. So when we went to the Philippines once, and then you were gonna go to Capiz, and I love all sorts of things supernatural. I was so excited to go because I'm like I can't wait to see something. But then your mom was like warning you. <laughs> yeah, my mom's like, remember you have to like sign, do sign of the cross. Like she was telling me all these things, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like I really want to yeah. see something. I mean, I didn't. I think the people who want to see some things aren't gonna see anything. Knock wood. But. Mm. Uh, Again, when you go to these older places, right, there is like that sense of, I don't know, like a, just um something hovering over it. Like I, I said, I like, always you, feel like no, somebody's like, watching me. Yeah, no, like, if you ever walk through Savannah, Georgia, like Savannah, Georgia is all, all sorts of feeling haunted. It's all the same. I get, oh. or, I've thought that before. Or, or New, Orleans, stuff. New Orleans, you walk in some places, even in like. Well, it's where the haunted mansion is. is. Yeah, you know? so, like you just get uh, goose bumpy. Right, I felt over, that on a, I felt that on an Indian an Indian reservation oh, in New Mexico. Oh, oh right, that's right. where I, I that's where I've definitely right? felt. So that. I wouldn't say I don't believe in any of this because you can't dispute feelings, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's mind over matter. Maybe you know that you're going to a place that's more older or more sacred, and so does that overtake our senses? I don't know, right? But yeah, yeah we went to Capis and I saw nothing. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Aren't you happy? If you did see something, you'd be freaking out. You're like, I didn't see anything. Nick. Like, I, I, saw like, I saw like a beach resort. Where did we go I for the beach, beach resort? resort? Baraka. We went to Baraka. Nothing. I saw yeah, yeah. Starbucks there. Nothing. What a disappointing on the, trip. On the beach, right? Starbucks on the street? Yeah. Starbucks on, on, the, on the beach. beach. Was a beach. Sandy, yeah, yeah. It was a sandy on Starbucks and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been so there. So nothing there. scary. Everybody was so happy and friendly. And So another... Another... Take another me, Frederick, take me to Barakai. Yeah. Another Fredericational moment for you. The aswang mm -hmm. is an umbrella term for various oh. shape-shifting evil creatures in Filipino folklore, such as vampires, ghouls, witches, viscer suckers, and transforming human-beast hybrids. The aswang is a subject of a wide variety of myths, stories, arts, and films, and is well known throughout the Philippines. So aswang is like an umbrella term, and so there are all those yeah. evil entities, and they're not yeah. good. Yeah. They're evil. Yeah. If you actually right. want, it, it, it's if you actually want like um, like a reference point. It's not like a, a, a documentary or anything like that. But in Netflix, I think Harold brought this up Trece. before. In yeah, yeah, in Netflix, there's an, a Filipino anime called Trece, meaning thirteen. 
and yes. the whole mm-hmm. the whole premise <clears throat> is it's kind of like a superhero albulario <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. after the, the 13 like monsters grim. like the show grim yeah the it's kind of like grim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's a good one so, too and, and yes. the cool thing is you can actually watch it. It's, it's kind of like watching a Japanese anime, right? You can yes. either watch it dubbed or you can watch it in the Filipino language with an English sub. Subtitles. So mm-hmm. if you want to pick cool. up some of the Filipino Which words, is not recommended. you can do it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is a very so, good uh, a series too. You watched it? I did. I watched it before. I need to see the story as like, if like all the like entities were like mobsters. Like they have like each mm-hmm. of their like gangs and stuff like that. <clears throat> like yeah. you have like this duende who's like the uh, they hype it up yeah yeah he's basically like the info guy like he's a, he's a the informant yeah um yeah like Big, which is like another breed of like osmong yeah. um it's like this little bat creature that pretty much like sucks people's blood and stuff like that but then like the weirdest one was the um it's like a horse head muscular body He's like, so I know. like Godfather. You, you know, the, like, you know the thing about thick balance? I think one of my family members yeah. uh, experienced that. What do they do again? So well, basically they're not what, like what it does is it 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 eats you. gets you lost. Yeah. So oh, no, that's thick balance. No, it's like um I think in Irish folklore it's like the Nessie, or there's like a horse. A horse symbol too that leads you away, leads you away from wherever, and then ultimately it devours you. But the tikbaling is uh, similar again, similar, right? Like different cultures have right. sort of a different. Uh, again, entity, different cities have their own different. Correct. Yo, this is weird. So the so, superstitions uh, surrounding tikbalan mm-hmm. is. Um, they scare travelers, lead them astray, and play tricks on them, such as making them return to an arbitrary path, no matter how far they go or turn. Yes. And this here's here's the funny one. This is counteracted. This is counteracted by wearing one shirt inside out. Yes. Oh, another countermeasure is to ask permission out loud or um, to pass by or not produce too much noise while in the woods in order not to offend or disturb the tikbalan. The other thing is too, if you, I think the other part of that superstition, it could be region based too, is mm-hmm. to, you see if it starts raining when there's light out. It's kind of like a, oh, a, a, a sign that like oh there premonition might be like that a they're coming balang here so some really? people would be like reversing their <clears throat> shirt yeah so. and then really? like, like like it just starts raining and everyone's like balang <laughs> quick everyone <laughs> just be the neighbor's host just want yeah. to you know turn your shirt inside yeah. out that happened wow. to uh, one of my like, guardian's brother oh. um he he's he works for a lawyer's office in uh, in Tramuros I don't know Ooh, if you guys know where love that, that area is. yeah. It's well, one of the haunted places, right? In, right in Manila. Right the oldest right cities Manila. in Manila. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was going home, and we have this, like, um, what we, what we, I don't want to call her maid, Katulong, but that's maid, help. right? Help. Help. So we had this big window on the second floor, and watched Tito Elmer, is his name, mm-hmm. just walk past the house, like, five times. Just mm-hmm. going in circles. So Taft oh. Avenue to Buendia uh, in Manila and Pasay. Just keep going in circles like five times, and so she was like, "Why is he just keep going, walking and walking and walking?" The last t- t- couple hours, and so finally she went towards him and go, "Where are you going?" He goes home, but I can't find it. He oh. goes, "You passed the house like five times," Damn. and so a lot of the people in that street oh. always said that that uh, Gutierrez Street, which 
has okay. a lot of um, trees. They said there's a capri there. Oh, and they God. said, okay, Tito Elmer, you need to turn your work shirt inside out so you can find your way home because what the heck? You're going to get right? lost. And oh, finally, wow. he got home and he was just pissed because it been worked hours since he got home. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 Kind of home. So with the, with the trees, is that like the... American like they're there to like look a, over. A the Capres live in trees. So Capres is yeah. another okay. entity. I don't know if someone can Wikipedia it right Almost now. Like yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard about Capres. I, uh, I have I have Capre for you. In, um, in our, our childhood, my childhood home a long time ago was beside the stream. I was born in the Philippines and my parents have this home. And right at the end of the street was a stream with a lot of wooded um, trees. And for my dad to get me back into the house at the end of the day, he's like, oh, the Capre is going to come out. And get you home. so come <laughs> back into the house now. You know, I like to like, especially like when it's moment. raining, right? Like oh, I like to shower oh. in the rain. <laughs> it's like in the Philippines, and she's like, yeah, it's a way for my dad to scare me <clears> to get in, and I have no idea what the capri would look like. But again, they and live they in supposedly trees. smoke cigars, right? Cigars. You when you see like <laughs> yeah, smoke coming out. Wow. Like, yeah, the cigars are weird. weird. At least they're yeah. a little fancy. <laughs> the, so the capre is a creature that may like be a, described as a tree giant or like an ant, uh, uh, oh. being a tall seven to nine foot dark colored hairy and hair. muscular creature. Capres are also also said to have a very strong odor and sit in tree branches to smoke. Mm -hmm. huh. There it is. Wow. Capre. So yeah, they're looking, they're looking, I guess, I mean, they look over people in the trees and then they, they camouflage in there, and so yeah, they can be. But I didn't realize you better bring they were. Don't look up. <laughs> yeah, don't look up. But I don't it's know. Dark, I, I, know they I don't know if they ever up. look up. <laughs> yeah, right. But I didn't realize they would lose. They would uh, cause people to get lost and everything, right? But, yeah, they're not. They're not considered to be evil though. But they can oh. turn vengeful when the tree that they are inhabiting is cut down. So yeah. maybe they uh, they can be vengeful yeah. if. Somebody screws with their yeah. with their I mean, specific tree. That's like Lord of the Rings, too, right? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of like maybe maybe that's why they screw with that that street is because yeah. they yeah. cut their tree down, and so right. they're screwing with the people right. that that walk by. So I guess it's like the balance between respecting nature all the time and before I guess you know settlements and stuff. There's a lot more of these entities. Who knows, right? But the people who live there after then since have felt their presences. I don't know. But uh, back to the aswang, I'm not sure if the aswang is the one that, I, I know, umbrella term, but there's a specific aswang that has a very long tongue. Ooh, they eat pregnant. And they eat fetus from a pregnant woman. Yeah. So when oh, you are pregnant, Ooh. you're not supposed to be in a room alone. Where does the tongue go in? It goes straight into the, maybe the belly button. The belly button. And, and belly it will try button. to yep. suck the fetus nope. out. Yeah. So what's nope. that called? Isn't that the what's I think it's a tick thing. Tick, tick. Because they make a tick tick sound, that's why you avoid yes. it when you hear oh. it. So it sounds, and then that, what? The, but then yeah, that sounds also like an insect that. at night. What's that insect at night? A cicada, right? And there's a lot of cicadas yeah. at night in the Philippines. You go through. Tick, 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 tick. So it. if you hear that, you're not supposed to uh, be alone when you're pregnant, especially towards your end of your pregnancy, because mm -hmm. your baby could still be eaten by these entities. And they're also women. They're also oh the aswangs yes, are women. The, these kinds of uh, aswangs are yeah. also women, and I don't know if it's because they've also lost their children, and then they I think that ended up sorry, um, committing yeah. suicide, which is again a big no no, right? So you never enter heaven, and then you're cursed to be these these entities. Is uh, another memory that I have. 
from storytelling. Like my my Lola love to tell stories like this. Mm. And yeah, I'm just like, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell me all this stuff in America, but once we're in the Philippines, don't even talk to me. Oh, oh I know. No. I'm, I'm safe stuff. here. In my head, it's so clear oh, in Canada, there's oh, none of these creatures then. here. I yeah. wish I never did. It was it was the creepiest thing that ever happened to me. So, and uh, I told you that Tito Elmer, the brother is my guardian. I call him Papa. His name is Fred. Okay. And um, do you guys know Strong Ermita? Name. Ermita? No. So it, it Ermita was uh, developed after Intramuros. So it was already there during World War II when we had the big massacre, Japanese massacre. Okay. Yeah. So it's like 28-day massacre in February to March of 1945. Right. And so this place that we lived in, which is across the street from Ermita Catholic School slash church, is the Davilia building, which I stayed in. It's supposed to be like a a commercial building, right? Uh, lawyers, dentists, and stuff like that. But because my guardian was taking care of this building, we rented one of the rooms so I can just go across the street to go to school. So we lived in, I know it's weird to say in English, but you, you, you lived in one studio room together with my guardian. So we sleep in like, we sleep in like egg crates and whatever. <clears throat> so that's your mattress, whatever. So you can fold mm -hmm. it up right away. So one day, because he always has, um, he always punches his calves because of restless leg syndrome. Okay. Oh, okay. He's always punching it. And then one night he just couldn't sleep whatsoever. He just kept punching it and punching and punching it. Just can't sleep. And then the next morning he said, thank you so much for massaging my leg the night before. I said, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 12, 11, 12. I'm not doing that to you. <laughs> like, yeah. No. He goes, I mean, it's one room. There's nowhere for me to like hide. Right. He goes, no, yeah. you massaged my leg last night. You were talking to him. I said, nope, didn't do that. <laughs> didn't do that at all. So I said, okay, we got over that, right? And then, oh gosh, another time I come home and Fred will remember this from earlier. I got in trouble again. He goes, why did you put this table? Because we have this mini table, almost like a nightstand, but it's just a table. Did you put a cut glass on top so you can eat on top of it and you don't wet the wood? Mm -hmm. He said, I turned it completely upside down. I said, I didn't do that. Why would I do that? <laughs> he goes, you know, I just cut. He was just pissed. I just cut that glass and it could have broken. And you just, I don't know what you did in here, but it's upside. I said, why would I do that? Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, I'm a girl. This is Filipinos. Like, we don't do stuff like that. <laughs> like, by ourselves, you know? Like, what are we going to yeah. get out of it? And then he said, he's missing uh, tools from the room. Like Fred said. We had two desks in that room. That's all that can fit in there in a filing cabinet and this table, right? And he would open the, the thing, the, the desk to get his tools to go repair something, fix something, make something. Can't find it. And that's the only, so he, I get home, I get in trouble again. He goes, where did you put all my crap? I said, why would I touch it? Yeah. Right? Like, I, I, what am I going to do with that stuff? <laughs> so one day it happened again. So he closed the drawers. And she said, you know what? I'm tired. I want this done. Please put it back. He's not talking to me, okay? I'm not there. <laughs> he goes, please put it back. He said, he went to go do uh, make some instant noodle. Come back five minutes later. It's same room, one bedroom, right? Mm -hmm. There's no extra room anywhere else. Opens it, they're all there. All there. He said he opened what? it multiple times looking for this stuff and can't find it. Yeah, I got in trouble. Yeah. I left. I don't know where I went. He comes back and just says, Please put it back. I'm tired. I want to get this over with. Just, just put it back. And 
he said to me finally, he goes, hey, remember the other day I told you thank you for massaging my leg? I said, yeah. And I told you I didn't do it. I said, I know. He said, okay. So what happened? He goes, well, I went to an ambulario. I said, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that the lady, the white lady, and no, not American lady, but a white girl, oh. took your form. I have goosebumps right now. Took your oh. form oh, no, the and one massaged my leg. And I didn't tell her the story. She told me that somebody massaged my leg and played me. I said, that's oh. nice. <laughs> so after that, I never went into that room without him first. Yeah. I said, there's no way in hell. What did he say? No. So I've been oh, like oh showering. Gosh. You know, there's like lupus in there, cockroaches. I'll be showering with your eyes open, just like, like, just dear God, don't get soap in your yeah. eyes, you know, because you have to keep it open. Yeah. <laughs> oh but he was like, gosh. yeah, she said that. And then my tools were disappearing because the little duende did not like the fact that the white lady likes me. That's oh. why she was helping me and massaging my leg. So they would hide my stuff. I'm like, wow. so I got in trouble for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> By all these yeah. But I was like, no, I said, I'm never going there alone. Yeah. To sleep or whatever. It could be three o'clock in the morning. Don't ever leave me. So he tells the family in the first floor because they're the caretakers of the whole building. It's not Mm -hmm. a very wide building. It's just Mm -hmm. like there's like three rooms per floor. Okay. So he tells the Nepomuceno family and he goes, oh, yeah, that's normal here. I said, perfect. So I'm never going to their house either. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So so I stay at the playground across the street at our school where there's a a lot of people because it's a Manila street. And the church is right there. And the security guard for the school because it's a private school. So I go to uh, Ermita Catholic School. Mm -hmm. So I would wait by the swing, Mm -hmm. by the wall of the building, at the end of the school building where the windows are open, right? And... My guardian then comes to meet the security guard by the gate because private schools have gates. You can't just mm-hmm. enter, right? Yeah. And says, hey, I'm here to pick up AZ Pinai, Cheryl, right? And he <laughs> says, okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> Whatever. Um, he starts walking towards me. So I'm about to get up. And then he changes his mind, goes back to the guard. He says, all right. So I sit back down. I don't want to know what they're talking about. I don't care. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they're chit-chatting. And then he just keeps staring at me. And then the security guard would look at me and said, that's nice. So he comes back towards me again, changes his mind again, goes back to the guard. I said, what is he doing? So finally, I walked towards him. This is almost 4.30 or whatever. School got out at 3. I said, what are you guys talking about? I said, oh, you're done with your friend? I said, what? Again. He goes, you're talking to that girl behind you while you're on a swing. And I'm Nope. And I'm like, that's a gross. what friend? I have goosebumps right. I said, what friend? He goes, that's why I keep coming to you, but you guys are talking. Nope. I'm like, no, I wasn't talking to anybody. What are you talking about? I said, there's nowhere on earth I can go in the Philippines now. I was like, where do I go? <laughs> nope. I'm like, what the Schumart. Heck? Right? Schumart. I was like, <laughs> but the other ones there's a traffic, right? <laughs> How do you get to Schumart? But like, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about? So now wow. it's like, no matter where I go inside anything by myself, it's like, I can't, it's not happening. 
But it's that, it. it's that area, more or less. Yeah. Like, you called it Ermita, right? See, now you want to go there. I do. I'm like a ghost hunter. Yeah. And you're going to blame Cheryl. No, 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 I didn't say anything. You need to look up the... Uh, you need I to look love... up the white lady uh, yes. superstition from the Philippines. Yeah, white lady is a huge white... entity too. What's the different... Philippine I have name for that? I have Just it white lady. Just the white yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah go. Oh, I have it. So it's kind of interesting because the white lady, it's there's descript descriptions about it like in Mexico, La La Rona, the weeping woman. Yeah. In Okinawa, there it was actually when I was there. They mentioned the white lady at a construction yard on base where I was stationed at. So unfortunately, a construction worker died, but he kept saying, oh, there's a woman there crying. He goes over there and a like, I, I think it was a 10 pound slab of concrete fell on him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So what the translator was saying, he was saying like the construction worker went over to the lady that was around that area and there was nobody there there's nothing but they found a like shrine in that area oh wow nope. but it wasn't like the last like um i guess like tabloid of the white lady in some of the security cameras you'll see a white lady walking oh, on base and there's nothing no, there thank you it's like close nope. to the water right yeah, like, it, it's close to the water. There's like houses here or whatever, and then the yeah. street is like either two way or four way, and then there's like a body of water right here, and then she would just walk on that street. Yeah, I think I've there. seen that. But I wonder who she was, the original, right? So, the original white lady. Yeah. I think like I know in the Philippines, like my cousin would tell me it was like a, a lady that was like raped by Japanese soldiers during World War Two. Mm. So it's recent, like yeah, not in Mexico in it was <clears throat> Um, a mom that was, I guess, the husband went for a younger woman and drowned her kids. And then, oh, so she's to be this, right? Yeah. Okinawa, I think it's just like, um, they just mentioned that it's like a weeping woman that if you go near her, you just die. <laughs> yeah, don't go. So there's a white lady for different cultures country, too. Yeah. Different cultures. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a white lady for different, it's not even for different cultures, it's different circumstances because there's mm -hmm. multiple it's multiple things it's multiple reasons like the overall it's overall kind of umbrella term um or kind of entity that it takes when it happens around accidental death murder or suicide um and any kind of theme of loss betrayed by a husband rape uh some kind natural of causes right mm -hmm. so and 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 because they died in that kind of tragic mm -hmm. and terrible way the or circumstance then resides uh, an after an afterlife uh entity of the white lady so it can be like la llorona like in in, yeah. in mexico who then takes children from people yeah. who um because because they you know their children were drowned mm -hmm. um or or whatever it is because i mean there's that white lady entity mm -hmm. literally in like everywhere it's not even just <laughs> yeah. yes not even yeah, just yeah, yeah, oh the yeah. ring the i forgot street. about the ring yeah that that right. street that street that uh cheryl was talking about <laughs> that famous street you you'll often hear a lot of taxi cab drivers talking about stories that they see you know when they're driving there by themselves oh. looking at the oh. rear view mirror and there was and the white lady there and they were like gone <laughs> Or like there's, there's a recent video of that. Oh yeah. My. Or they're saying like there's there was a white lady in the corner that they saw briefly. Mm. 
and that they were like going to pick up, but, but <laughs> he wasn't there. Like the car door, like closed this. it. Yeah. He had a conversation. She wasn't responding. He turned oh, yeah. around. He was like, where did she go? Like, did she fall yes, out? Yes, the missing, the missing yeah. uh, passenger. <laughs> Those are also good stories. Missing passenger stories. So I had another one. I kind of spaced out earlier. Yeah. So that was my guardian story, right? Mine was creepy as heck. Oh, yours is worse. <laughs> yeah, same place though. You know well, how to, to make that story happen. before wasn't your story? I thought that was your story. That was my guardian's, but he was telling me about it because it copied me. So I actually <laughs> yeah. looked up the, the street earlier. Her. I looked up the street earlier to show you what it looks like. I don't know if can you see it? How do you show this? It's this right here. This is oh, oh no, it got lost. We don't want to show other pictures. <laughs> what if a white lady shows out of her phone? Oh, you see the blue place right there with the lady? Yeah. Oh, so that's the building. It used to be like a, a bunch of currency exchange next to it. Now it's giant buildings. Mm. So you saw that gate, right? So across the street from that is the school, but it's fenced. You only go out in front of the Catholic church. So once mm -hmm. you cross the street, um, it's not a very big street. You get across and then you pass all these currency exchange people. Because at lunchtime, I have a pass to go home to eat lunch. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. when my guardian um, gets ready in the morning, um, I go to school and then he leaves. He goes back to his home in Pasai and then goes to work, then brings me lunch. This poor guy. But anyway, so I don't see him get ready. I don't know what he wears for the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> I turn around to face that gate and I saw him peek out of it and he said, hi, let's go. I said, okay. So I run. Um, I go up second floor. He's not there. But there's no food. So if he's collecting rent, he didn't even leave the food. Like, why the heck would he carry bags and bags of food and collect rent? That's just stupid, right? <laughs> so me, little brat, I'm just annoyed because I have like an hour break or whatever. And I was complaining. I'm like, where the heck? So I went to every single room. Is Papa here? I call him Papa. Is Papa here? Nope. Haven't seen him. Go downstairs. Go back outside. One way in, one way out, right? Mm -hmm. Unless you go through the Nipobostano house, which that's rude. Right. So, so I said, what the heck? Where'd he go? So I'm frustrated. I sit in this egg crate bed that's rolled up that I told you guys about. Just sweating because it's hot as hell and complaining. And I'm almost like in tears, like, what the heck? I'm so hungry. Whatever. I got to go back to school. He walks in drenching sweat. Okay. The same outfit I saw him in when he said, let's go. I didn't mm -hmm. see him get ready for the day. Dark teal color, <clears throat> white and teal striped clothes, mm -hmm. black pants, brown shoes, brown belt. Still remember to this day. Oh, scary. And go up because I'm so sorry I'm late. The traffic in Santa Cruz is so bad. I said, Dad, or, Dad, Papa, why didn't you just leave the food on the table? I saw you earlier. Why didn't you just leave the food? I just got here. I said, no, I saw you earlier. You're wearing the same thing. You said, let's go. And then I followed you and you were gone. Honey, I just got here. So he went to this ambularios because I'm not going. Yeah. Right? And where are these ambularios? Like, are they just like oh, with a business like, card? Ambulario of this district? Because like, I thought they're in provinces. We're in yeah, Manila. me too. So I'm like, where very, do you very know? Manila. Right? But I don't want to know. So he yeah. said that this lady does find this them. water in a bowl and then the candle and then yeah, chants some crap, chants some stuff and, and says, well, the same white lady that copied your daughter copied you and told oh. her it's time to eat let's go but unfortunately it wasn't him so that whole time that i'm running around all over the building looking for him 
But I refuse to go to the third floor because that's completely vacant. I still have goosebumps. Yeah. And that's where we hang our clothes in the third floor because it's abandoned, right? I never go there. You want me to get clothes? I don't give a shit. I go naked. <laughs> I'm not going up there, right? Uh... And it's like, yeah, she uh, she copied me. It's what Ambulario said. Playing with you. I said, perfect. Now I'm really never going to live in the Philippines. Like, when is the flight to America, right? No, thanks. Like, nope. Yeah. That's why I told Carl, like, I can be outside in pitch black darkness, picking up right? dog poo yeah. right here, right? <laughs> I don't care, right? You can, you can be howling coyotes. I don't care. Philippines, don't even, don't even, don't even shut hey, the light. Hear you. <laughs> don't yeah. look another shut way. Wow. Don't yeah. stare at me like I'm not right doing now. crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your story no about way. your guardian, you know, it's with dark the, in that street. I'm not going. Yeah, there. your story about the You're guardian where he's missing items. It triggered a story, and this is my dad's story. So my dad. Uh, as a little boy, he's the oldest of three kids, um, and his dad was always working, so his mom was a stay home, and they lived in the province of Tarlac. Tarlac, Tarlac was their city, and so they're Kapampangan. I don't know how to say any yeah, much right. words from that, from but from uh, yeah. yes. And so um, he said when he was little, they had a, a young woman who was their help, right? So I guess with three kids, my grandmother, who was also a seamstress, she would need somebody to help with some chores around the house, so they hire this uh, young girl. And um, she looks decent enough, young enough. And, you know, with my, my dad and his siblings, they're busy going to school and back and forth. So they just sometimes see her when they're coming home from school and she should have like snacks ready or be folding clothes. Right. But more often than not, because he was the oldest, you know, he was, I guess, more observant um, with this girl. And she will always be like talking to herself. So she'll be folding the clothes or something or whatever chore, and she'll be having a conversation, but not with anyone that my dad could see. Perfect. And so, um, and so, <laughs> and sometimes she would giggle. Like it's, it's like the conversation was interactive enough that you know there's enough of a content that she's not just like talking to herself. She would giggle. So who knows, you know? But so he, sometimes he'll be brave enough to ask, "Oh, did you call me or are you talking to me?" And she's like, "Oh no, no, I'm not. Sorry, like just ignore me." But then sometimes he'll persist, who are you talking to? And so one day this girl said, oh, it's a friend of mine. Don't mind us, right? And so my dad's like, I don't see anybody. So he tells his mom then. And my grandmother also was very, very scared about these things, right? It's mm -hmm. like, I don't want anybody in my house who, who brings these spirits or however friends, other entities into my house. But they don't do anything at first, right? Because they're like, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. But then certain things start to go missing. And so they're like, we don't want to like accuse her of being a thief, but you know, let's ask all the kids, Hey kids, have you seen this missing whatever? No, no. And then of course they ask this young girl and she will be quite offended. Why would you, why would you blame me just because I'm the help? Like you think I would, you know, resort to this. And so ultimately her behavior, I guess, kept going. That's such that then my grandmother then observed it, that she's just chatting to herself. And then when my grandmother was brave enough to ask same answer, Oh, don't mind me. It's just my friend. And so finally, I think they've had enough of it also with the missing items that, that ultimately turn up. But, you know, it's just discombobulating. Right. And this strange girl who she doesn't live with them, but she'll go back home and, and forth and stuff like that. That one day they decided, you know what, we're, we're, we can't continue having you as our help. We'll, we'll have to let you go. And so she was not happy uh -oh. at all about that because this yeah. was income for her. Uh -oh. But there's nothing that you can do, right? So my dad said nope. the first evening that she left, so there's they sleep in their beds uh, on top of 
those uh like straw mats too like a bed but then banig yeah they put banig because it's warm it's hot you don't want the mattress to take your powers your sweat in it so there's a banig to keep you cool and of course there's um a mosquito netting over yeah. their yeah. beds right it makes He's it like, even hotter <laughs> yeah so that night they went to sleep and this was the first night that of course the help wasn't going to come the following day and he said right in the middle of the night it started to feel like something was falling on them nice from the uh from the mosquito net and they all woke up and they're like in different rooms and they they didn't know what it was yeah and then when they turn on the light they it was uh raining sand and then from, from their from their mosquito nets into their beds a bunch of sand and it was actual sand and it was actual sand oh, no. and so they got all freaked out I, I don't know if they called the ambulario to like cleanse the house of all uh, <laughs> these things but like the girl never showed up again they never wanted her back but that was sort of like the thanks for firing me here you go Here's my friend's sand. gonna yeah. get revenge on you so wow. i thought like i kept asking my dad what do you mean sand right like he's like sand buhangin. like it was just buhangin right all sand, over our bodies man. and our hairs and the banig we had to like clean our bedrooms and sweep it off Weird. our floors and the house so, was cemented right it was so uh like it, it was cemented but you could sweep it off but like it was where would it come from right it's like, like so I the think house is not falling person. apart or anything it's like not that. falling yeah. apart it was just and then they look at the mosquito nets like nothing on top of it and sand those doesn't sand, really go through no uh, it was just within their point. beds like all over their beds like a, a revenge right. sandstorm so yeah. At least the more, did you actually great. turn turn your your shirt inside out? Did you actually? Do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. You know what? I'm covering my bases, man. You know what? <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I went off camera There's for Rob. a second. I just did a quick. <laughs> We're inviting them with our stories. But you I remember know. Fred was saying your dad was like very like rich with these kinds of scary stories too. I don't know if you want to bring any of those yeah. lovely stories up um well i mean because he lived uh he lived in uh in san fernando it's a, a province up in uh north um and uh he would would say that he <laughs> <laughs> his um his uh his aunts and his mo and his mother i guess were the were the the province's um Umbalarios. Oh. Okay. And so he never really like went into full detail of like what would be done, but I mean he would he would just he would just hear like the chanting. He would hear or he would smell the incense. Like he would um you know see like like you know the, the candlelight and and whatever and if he, he was ever hurt, and didn't know it <laughs> yeah and he 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 whenever he did get hurt it was never like you know modern medicine it was always just a series of of different kind of um massages. uh massages right oils particular oils um oil. or right that that they would rub into like whatever is hurt or whatever is um and and whatever was was making anybody sick, it was just kind of like natural, uh, you, you know, mashed up leaves or or whatever. This must or, be for Vicks, right? Vicks. Yeah, it was their Vicks. It was their their version of of, of Vicks. That it was, and and uh, I mean, he grew up fine, like and, and healthy. But there was a time he you know he said that he was like really 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 sick, 
um like a like a like a long like fever and that's what he did like he barely remembers it because he was just so out of it but it was his aunts came over um you know they put him on a, a particular bed you know they lit candles underneath <laughs> underneath the bed mm-hmm. and out whatever yeah to smoke it out or, or and then lit like you know some kind of incense to 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 get it out of him and the next day he was he was fine. Like he barely remembers like what they were saying or whatever it is. There's a but, name for that with Duende. I forgot what it's called. But it, yeah, he, it was it was it was some weird stuff. But he'd always talk about the Duende. He would always talk about how he he always uh, had friends or whatever who were missing stuff, or they would call out into the bushes and be like, "Hey, like I'm I'm chilling here, like we're playing mm-hmm. here or whatever." Um, but I mean, I'd imagine it, it has to do with. <laughs> their their aunt, his aunts being you know umbelario uh and then he'd always talk about that damn tree he'd talk about how he'd never <laughs> want to cross the same that guy. tree the poor he'd, guy he would he would always be like i have i always had to cross it during the day i was fine but if ever i had to stay late you yeah. know to do some kind of project or or whatever like it was the worst because Obviously, it wasn't su- it wasn't like an ultra busy street. Yes, it was the you know one of the main roads of, of mm-hmm. the place, but he lived out in the provinces. It's not like it was like super busy. So there were times where he would have to just wait there for for a while just so he can cross with a, a tricycle, cross with a car. That's probably something and, you'd do. Yeah, <laughs> I would too. I mean, if, if I mean, he's. I wonder I if do. there's like a particular type of tree that is more or less. A haunted the tree, like a magnolia tree. tree. It just has to be old and really yeah. tall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It has yeah. to be an old like tree. What would be that magnet, like magnet tree for these uh, superstitious. <coughs> you know, we have the scary folk. willow trees that are called willow trees. Yeah. Right. Rings coming down. Yes. A basic right. horror movie scene. <laughs> sure. And most of the stuff sure. that he talks about are, are, with, are with like spirits or things he hears or things that he's heard or things that like he's, he's heard. Like, um, it typically surrounded like whenever, like one time the, one of his, uh, or no, it was after his dad had passed and they were all like him and his siblings were all together and, um, they're all together in, you know, one of my uncle's homes and the, the, like, uh, their dad's like go-to thing to do was always to make himself coffee and stir it up with, you know, his, with his spoon. And so in the in the if you in the morning, if you were up early enough, you'd always hear him clinking and clanking his spoon to make to make coffee. Uh, and so the couple of days after he had passed, they were all together, you know, because you know they were they're gathering for him, you know, to remember him. In the morning, nobody was awake, nobody was out of their, you know, out of their bed, nobody was nobody was up. They'd always like for sure hear the clanking of mm. the spoons and the, out, of the, out of the kitchen. <laughs> and it was like, it was, it was like a, but the thing is like, he wasn't scared of it. it it's like, oh, the thing is, he was like, the thing is like, I was never really scared <laughs> because at least I knew who it was. Yeah. And yeah. so whenever, whenever he yeah, talked about like sure. the spirits and stuff, he was just like, sure. you know, it, it happens. And like, whenever he talks about like, th- like those kind of spirits, he's, he's chill about it because at least he knows or he knows that it's not yeah. malicious. It's not yeah, malicious. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so that's interesting right. how, you know, we have these stories that are like really <laughs> supernatural, not human entities or so. And then we have also these 
direct ghost stories like yeah or ghost stories based on relatives right so i mean my mom's side of the family their family business was funeral <laughs> homes nice. in mindoro and i grew up <laughs> sorry more, Never but i grew there. up uh what's it called like there's, <laughs> nope. you know like they actually went from the manufacturing even of coffins so there's always like the smell of wood like beautiful coffins and the philippine coffins are so ornate so gorgeous and there's also the I'm area sure. where they show uh they show showcase the different yes. coffins but also next door is the 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 morgue where they would bring the deceased <laughs> and prepare them right but i was never afraid going through these areas and so there's really you know like coming from uh that kind of a background i've never seen any supernatural ghosts or whatever and yet and yet these kinds of stories always make me uh get goosebumps but i've never had any direct and from my mom's, uh, like the house there in Mindoro, it's uh, like a compound situation where the business is right beside it. So from my Lola's house, I would have to cross over like this expansive area, which to a little girl, it looks expansive to get to the Bahay Kubo, right? Which is like towards the end of the backyard. And that's where we kind of sit and have tea mm -hmm. because it's airy. Yeah. But you would be walking. We is the word there, we. Yeah. <laughs> we would, we would, uh, I would have to pass by the morgue i would see no, if it's uh empty you know nobody's on the on the tile on the because it's made Table. of tiles in the tile room or and i see all the yeah and i see <laughs> all the um tools hanging right oh, and i'm always so nope. fascinated with my uncles going through all the different tools with me and or what the they tools. do like saws <laughs> band uh, saws things like that i'm never going on a trip with her by myself and then also the different and i remember like one trip too because like then we had lived in brunei but every time i go i like i would try to go to like these shopping kind of ordering expeditions with one of my titos as they buy like different different types of formalin which is how you preserve Ooh. the body and at a certain point you actually start putting a, a, a tint a pink tint in the formula the formalin so when you actually put it in the body they look rosy right so, so that's another technique scary. that we would do for preparing but like yeah my mom and her brothers none of them are like official uh mortuaries but they were also i guess trained enough to like learn how to do the makeup for deceased uh servicings mm -hmm. and stuff like that right one. but again i've never had the uh, experience to actually come face to face with any supernatural entities uh and None i would you? like i don't know i think i would i would like to experience that i'm I always trying to go on ghost tours you don't you don't, you don't you don't want it i have yeah. a story oh nikki has a story what? and this is canada yeah, this is canada <laughs> so um my brother he's he's four years younger than me <clears throat> i remember when when he was two he'd always be in his room and he's autistic he's autistic as well so just that that background but He'd always be laughing and staring at the corner of his mm -hmm. room. Some of it made, might think it's because he's autistic, but then also my parents were wondering if he's actually looking, seeing someone in the corner of his bedroom because he's always laughing and he was two. And so they ended up bringing in like a priest to start blessing the house. And I just remember when the priest got to the kitchen and started blessing the kitchen. A lot of the pots and pans on the um, kitchen counter started like jumping and falling onto the ground and nobody there was no wind nobody was pushing it and that was something yeah, i remember when i was when i was young that kind of happened in our house and my, my dad was always it's saying like after that food. blessing our house was blessed because our neighbors kept moving 
So like our next door neighbor to the right, we probably had five different neighbors that kind of came and went. Our neighbor to the left had like, again, several several going. Residents. Our our neighbor two doors over was like a family friend, and they ended up having like a, a like a murder suicide going on there. So I don't know if there was something in that neighborhood yeah, that like was kind of when you plant the, a neighborhood, who who were the original entities? It used there? to be like an apple orchard, and it might have been like a like a, like a cemetery or something in there before. But oh, oh. I, I just I just remember that was something that happened when when I was and young. dating. I knew this about that story because he had one of the stories he shared with me, but I never felt anything either in his house. So I guess it's really maybe the, the spirits left already or, yes. or something. And this but. is it too. Like my mom too. Whenever we moved to a new home or however, it's so important for her to have a priest come in and do a house blessing. I don't know about you guys or your, your families and stuff, right? Yeah. But the priest would always come for an afternoon and they would bless all the different corners of the house. And it doesn't matter which mm. priest sometimes, as long as it's blessed in the, in the name. Aren't of there it. also like superstitions where you're not, you're not supposed to have your door open to the stairs. And yeah, if there is, you different... should put like a mirror or something. Yeah. The feng shui thing. That? It's feng shui. Yeah. yeah. Mine door yeah, open to the stairs. Ours too, actually. I have a mirror there. <laughs> Ours too. Yeah. I think part of it is your money keeps okay. leaving and goes to Lego. I think that's the part of the position. <laughs> oh. You know, okay. when the door opens to the I stairs. don't have a, uh, stairs in my apartment, but that's probably what's happening. I don't know. Somehow. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. You got, the, you got Lego. You got Lego Duende, dude. You got to <laughs> <laughs> build, build it. Go build it a jazz club or build it a, you know, build it a police station, you know. That's going to be <laughs> That's gonna, like yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be like my bread. Yeah, that's gonna be like the Lego brought it. Have, none, Lego have none of you ever experienced? Missing. Have none of you ever experienced just like a like firsthand no, uh, no. paranormal kind of activity? No, no but it, it was it, no my with mine. It's not that I felt it. One? No, I I've never felt it, but uh, the crap it's it's you always have that feeling as a kid, you know, because of the stories that they tell yeah. you. Like at my my grandpa's uh, home at the province, it's an old Spanish style home, right? And it, it's a province, so it's a a lot of farmland. So it's not like you have a neighbor right next to you. Mm -hmm. So it's like a big farmland, yeah, in, in Bulacan. And I remember spending nights there because we we always spent summers over there and, and looking outside i always close the shutters now <laughs> because when you look to the left side of the house it's in the daytime it's a big farm okay but at night it's pitch black and then down the road down the dirt road is one lamppost where the jeepney would pick up people dramatic scene but it's yeah but it's one of those things as a kid you're like you know growing up and they tell you about these stories and you're like no i don't want to see that i don't want to so it basically at night i don't walk even like to the other end of the house <laughs> i'm just in my so little bit i'm in the scared. philippines yeah i'm just scared oh okay <laughs> i uh i used to work uh one of my old uh spots i used to work was at an old it used to be an old orphanage and halfway house um, and we used to do, I mean, I used to be really active with, um, kind of the youth group at, at my, at my parish. Uh, and one of the, one of the houses was specifically for the chaperones and, and, and the help. Um, and, uh, we, I was, I went and arrived there after I got off, um, 
and I was doing something else as as late, and I had to drop off my stuff in this particular house uh, where where we you know the chaperones kept their stuff, and um, I got there at the same time another person did because she was also late, um, and so when we got in, she was like, "Oh, I already dropped off my stuff in in my room, um, but go ahead and take your time if you want to you know if you got to change or whatever, um, go for it." And so she stayed in the living room and uh, was just, you know, just hanging out and waiting for me. So I went down the hall, down another hall, over to where my room was, dropped off my stuff, and then got, like, the sweats that I was going to go and change into. And then um, I, go to the, I go to the restroom, I'm changing, kind of <laughs> freshening up. And then I hear, um, it's something like, hey, what's up? Or, hey, what's up, man? Or, hey, hey, man. And I was like, oh, dude, I sound like a, a buddy of mine. And I was like, hey, what's up, Alex? Have you been here for long? Um, and then, you know, I didn't get a response. And I was like, all right, well, maybe he was just in and out of here because he had to, like, really quickly go grab something from his room <laughs> and then and then, and then then go back. Um, and so I'm done changing. And it was, like, super clear, too. It was, like, it was either hey, man, or hey, yeah. dude, or, like, just hey. And um, I'm done, and I go back out to the living room where my friend was waiting for me. And I was like, hey, did Alex or did somebody else, you know, come through here? And then she was like, no. Uh, and I was like, w- were you? did you call out to me when I was changing or whatever? Like, did you tell me to hurry up or or whatnot? She was like, no, I didn't say anything. I was like, well, were you, I mean, you're on your phone. Did you, like, play a video or whatever? I was like, no, I didn't. I've been looking at, you know, text messages or whatever. And I was like, are you sure, like, nobody, like, went down the hall? Because I, I heard it as if it was just outside the door that I was, like, changing. And she's like, no, nobody, nobody's here. It's just literally you and me. Like, let's go. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> cool, let's go. Let's let's go. go. Let's sleep here are tonight. you sure it wasn't her? It's great. <laughs> I'm done. Nope. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm nope. good. I'm good. But, I mean, I wasn't the only one that experienced things at that, at that spot. But that was, I mean, that particular mm-hmm. Air, that particular place was another one of those places where occasionally I would feel something. Uh, something. And and the thing is, like, right, a presence. And so I then <laughs> um, yeah, I had a new a new coworker. And after like a couple of weeks, like we were just kind of getting like we I was walking with her um, around and, and kind of showing her the uh, the grounds. Um, and. Uh, she she had sauce she's it looked like she saw something and then like she kind of just brushed it off and like we just kept we just kept walking and i was like is there somebody is something over there and then she's like oh oh, no it's it's nothing and i was like um and then i told her that story i told her that that i've i've I've, that that happened to me and yeah and she's like yeah and and i and and i told her that there are other people that have that have had things like that happen there yeah and she was like yeah so um i see shadow people i see entities and um regular basis yeah she said she's she says in a in a a, she's on a regular she's like in a regular basis she's like okay um and she's like she's in she's she said she was uh an, an, an empath so yeah. she like could feel uh, whatever the, the energies, the presence, the energy is right. And I was like, okay, so is there? Uh, I I remembered uh, a story of like just in front of one of the cabins where they heard uh, a, a voice and they experienced things. Is there somebody right there 
And she was like, yes. Oh. There, there is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is. Mm-hmm. And like, and then I was like, and then we went into where I I felt the thing, or I heard mm-hmm. the, the thing. Was, There's somebody here, isn't there? Yes. And she was like, yeah, there is. And then I was like, wow. And then I was like, I, 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 I freaking knew it. And then I was like, do any of these follow me home or any of us home? Why are you it's asking like, these questions? <laughs> I wanted to know because well, the thing is, like, I, because I felt this, and be, I mean, it was just it's just like my dad. My dad always told me that. My dad always told me that he knew that he wasn't necessarily like really, really scared because they weren't malicious. Mm-hmm. They weren't trying mm-hmm. to do anything bad to him, mm-hmm. and so. I never felt that way with at at my workplace. Like I like I felt like somebody was watching me, but it wasn't like they're out to get me mm-hmm. or they're gonna yeah. do something to me yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And sure. so like I was never I was never I mean I was scared, but I was not like scared to wear whatever. And I needed to know if it followed me home because I didn't want like it to, you know, screw with my house. I don't want to I don't want to be at home with it. Like I if I just kept it at the workplace, that's fine. And she's like, No, you don't have you don't have entities that follow you home, but you have a particular entity attached to you here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay. She's like, it's a it's a shorter shadow, which leads me to believe that it's a kid. Oh, but the but the but the kid is comfortable with you. And that's why whenever you're walking around, it follows you. And like mm-hmm. she, and she was like, and sometimes when you're walking around, I see it holding your hand. Nope. Because no. it's comfortable no with you. And she's like, yeah, a couple of other people in the workplace also have a kid that is comfortable mm-hmm. with them. And she's like, and then she's like, I don't have, a, you know, I, I, she's like, I, and I know that something's weird with somebody if there isn't like a little, mm-hmm. you know, kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good indicator, right? Right. Yeah. So, so she was like, yeah, so you have a, a kid. It's not messing with you. Sometimes it likes to like, you know, you know, play with you or like it loves it likes all your little things on your desk. I have like Funko Pops and like right. different like little Lego things on my on my desk. It's like it likes your 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 stuff. Um, but it doesn't follow you home. It only follows you when you're here, when you're here at when you're here it at It won't harm you, but because of your goodness, it's comfortable right. with you. That's a good It's comfortable with you. Yo. So I was like, I, I was like, that's fine as long as it's nothing like. But she's, but then, and then she's like, I don't. She's like, I will. She's like, I will say this though. I'm not going to go into that building there by myself. So if ever I need to go into that building, could you come with me or can or whatnot? And I was like, no. And I was like, sure. I, I don't mind. She's like, I. But she's like, I just, I feel something negative. Oh, there. And that one. Get a sister. And this is California like, area too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That, that's but it used to be like you constipated during work. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody else holding my hand while I'm wiping myself. Yeah. <laughs> Hold your hand to go to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that was. But that's where I, wow. I, I I experienced the majority of stuff. I've also seen stuff when I was driving through like old roads and stuff. But that's no, not the white lady. But I've seen a right. I've seen a a person on the road that. You know, when when looking at the rearview mirror or whatever, yeah. they weren't there. They're gone anymore. Mm. Yeah, oh. I that's almost a, wonder whether step. even just your family history, where it seems like your dad's from a line of Ambolarios, right? That there's an entity, like there's a presence about you that 
may not invite mm. this, right? But there's it's it's almost common in your lineage too. I guess. Well, I mean, I told you guys my I told you guys my Santo Nino story, right? Yes. When you're, you're a baby? You're yeah. Santo Nino yeah, when I was a baby. Cheryl doesn't know. What? <laughs> my my Santo Nino story. <laughs> so uh just for the viewers and for Cheryl and for anybody else that was curious, um, because it's kind of along the lines of this of the subject. Um Growing up, well, I mean, we've always had this, this Santo Nino. This Santo Nino, I grew up with this Santo Nino. Um, and I was kind of born around the feast day of Santo Nino. So my name is Frederick Nino. My my, yeah. my legal first name is Frederick Nino. Um, but uh, there was a... So we when, when I was first born, uh, we lived in an apartment in L.A., um, and if ever I was woken up from a nap or, or whatever, um, I would cry. Like whenever I was, as soon as I would awake, I would cry. If there was some kind of loud noise and I was woken up, I would, I would, I would cry as a, as a, as a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still do. I, I cry every morning. Um, but that's a different, but, uh, but I would cry and, and, um, that's my, my, you know, my parents would know that I was awake. And um, any little thing too, like a honking horn on my window, whatever, you know, I was a light sleeper, like I guess as a kid or as a, as a child. And um, there was one time there was an earthquake and it was a huge earthquake. It shook everything. And it definitely shook my, you know, my, my crib. And my mom was like, oh, he's for sure going to wake up. He's for sure going to cry. Um, but the earthquake passed and she didn't hear anything. And was, was curious at first, like, what's going on? And then heard me laughing. Oh, perfect. Um, it heard me laughing. And I was like, that's not, that's not normal. Like, that's, you should be, you, you got to be crying. <laughs> yeah, not for me. Not for in, little infant or toddler Fred. Um, and then so she, she goes closer to the room. She hears me laughing more and more. And then she goes into the room and sees me laughing and reaching out <clears throat> for the Santo Nino on a, on a, on a dresser that's kind of a couple feet away from the from the from the crib, and I'm and I'm reaching for it and I'm laughing and I guess what she thought was even she wasn't really scared because it's almost just like the Santo Nino was kind of calming him like it was a big earthquake it wasn't necessarily like you know uh, malicious or whatever but I don't know maybe as a kid I thought it was an action figure or whatever it is but she you know believes that it's. It's uh, like a calming thing. Keep so I guess calmed you. Right. Keep me safe. And then I think that's why, like, whenever I, you know, feel or anything like that, like I can at least feel if it's malicious or not. But yeah, most of the time yeah, it's yeah. I feel like it's not. And so I'm not like as scared as I feel like other people would be. And yeah. then I think like, maybe it is a lineage thing. I, I I could I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. But at least in my in my lifetime, it hasn't ever necessarily been something negative right. that I've felt. Because there's these stories again, right, that's very supernatural because they're like such foreign entities like the Tikbalim or the Capri. But then anytime that you splice it with a more religious context, I yeah. feel like takes it up a notch level in my my fear, personal fear factor, right? Like where it's a Santa Nino, which is a calming more presence, but still the fact that there's something about it that sure. reached out to you. But then, you know, even in our Filipino culture, I, I well, there's a family friend here that we know of, and their house became sort of some sort of a pilgrimage site at one point 
because wow. their mother Mary started to um, sweat sweat wax. Oh, sweat wax. The mother mm. Mary was like a pretty large statue, and out of her hands, it was sweating wax. And they started to collect these wax um, in jars and start put them all over the house. And other Filipinos heard about this and started to go there, like sort of as a pilgrimage. This in the Philippines, right? No, here in Canada. This was like in the nineties. It was Marcy. Oh, okay. Okay. And so I don't know what happened since. Even when I see her, I don't ask about it anymore. But I remember my mom, I didn't even realize it was happening until my mom's like, oh, me and, uh, you know, this Tita, we're going to go to visit this house. And this was like just in our neighborhood. Yeah, just in our neighborhood. It's and close to us. let's go. It's a Filipino family, but their their mama Mary is uh, dripping wax. And maybe that wax will be blessed. So let's, let's try to see if we can get one. Now, I don't know if they charge. I don't know if this was a ploy. I don't know. But I went and like their family room, the entire around surrounding was just jars of wax. And such that they would have like, you know, interspersed like different candles between but like the wax that they actually get from this mary she, it would just be collected in like small containers and other filipino families would get it i don't know what happened since because it clearly isn't a thing anymore and i don't know how to explain it but then we see the mother mary source and sure enough it looks like she is like sweating in wax i have no i have no and and part of it is our culture is such that you know when your mom says yeah let's just go you're not as afraid and then when you see mother mary you're not as afraid again right it's almost like a commonality because we do have enough churches where they have uh relics of saints like yeah. you go to a montreal church and there's like the i don't know the femur bone of this past monk saint it's it's more often than not that a lot of these very big cathedrals and churches have a remnant and as 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 a faith believer you know you you pray to it or you pray to it and Part of it is it will give you some cure. So I know a lot of places, a lot northern churches here too. Um, you can see at the back of the altar a bunch of crutches that faith believers, when they go there, they're probably on crutches, and then they pray enough, and then they probably walk out um mm. ailment free and then leave their mm -hmm. crutches behind. But I heard that was like Lourdes is the same, like my mom's been to Lourdes, and it's very interesting, right? Like that other bit of supernatural entity where you give over some sort of faith <clears throat> divine to cure you and you leave these things. So I don't know, like there's the, the scary things like the aswangs and, and yeah. white ladies. And then these kinds of the stories faith, faith too, healers. that you go because oh, on behest of that super other natural entity that you, you put your faith into. But my mom would always say, don't be scared of the dead, be afraid of the living. And this is from, exactly. the, you know, from the uh, funeral home basis again, because he's like the dead, they're gone. Like they're, they're very harmless. They're gone. But the the ones who are alive, they could still have evil intentions uh, against you. So never be afraid of the dead. Be afraid of the living. But yeah. not all living. But like, you know what I mean? Like, like the in supernatural. Terms of harm, not the supernatural. If anything, yeah. just maybe give a prayer. My mom's like, if you see something or see, and I never did, you know, maybe sometimes it's that soul asking for prayers. My mom's always a believer of that. Pray for all the souls in purgatory and, mm. and, and whatnot. But my mom uh, lately and always dreams so vividly. I get I get frustrated with her because when I call her in the mornings before I go to work, she's like, oh, I had a dream again. I'm like, oh, my God, just tell them to stay away from you is what I'll tell her because she will dream about past relatives. Uh, she will dream about, um, you know, like an aunt who passed away already, my dad who passed away a few like, years ago. And I keep telling her, don't entertain them. Tell her you have, tell them you have a lot of living to do. You still have a cruise to go to. But she's like, yeah, I'm just going to send out a prayer to them. Because I think that's what they want from me as her as her mindset. But some of these dreams are so so vivid again and so extensive. I think that she wakes up 
tired as if she went on a journey. And I'm like, can you stop? Can you just stop sleeping? <laughs> wow. like, what were you watching the night before Bachelor? Yeah, just think of that. <laughs> and so right. but my mom, my mom has sort of like this, like, like Fred, you know, some sort of a link where she always likes to, she's not afraid of it. And, and she'll try to loop it into like, a, they need, they need her prayers. They need, they, they're just asking for company. But I'm always telling her if, you know, like, I think a story earlier was she had someone, uh, a deceased relative, wanted her to go with them in, in the jeepney. This is a dream? Yeah, a dream. And she's like, she couldn't find the correct change in her pockets to go. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not giving you any money. You are not going anywhere. <laughs> like you are staying put. I'm like, good thing you didn't go. So I don't know what these dreams mean, how they're reaching out. My mom otherwise is a very, very healthy 70-year-old Zumba going woman, right? Like <laughs> she is no way knockwood, uh, ill hill, but she she does dream a lot. And I don't know what dreams also lead us to um, other kinds of stories, right? Yeah. That's super oh, cool. oh, more, oh, any 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 fun fun ghost stories? <laughs> So in regards to some of the things we talked about, I remember my mom telling stories when I was younger. So I, I, I recognize a lot of like the beliefs of the ghosts or like some of like the Aswang and the uh, Duende. And like, I've, I've heard a lot of these growing up. And so um, as far as experiencing them, uh, my wife definitely believes in the last place we lived that there was something there. Like there was a spirit mm. there and it was what always, happened? it was always when she would be in uh, one of the bedrooms, actually <laughs> funny story. It was uh, the, where our oldest child, when she was a baby that like, it was her room mm. that uh, my, my wife would always like sense something. She always felt like she wasn't, like they weren't alone in there and always felt like there was something either like, like a presence of some kind. And she was always convinced it would always be when I wasn't home working late mm -hmm. at the office and she'd be home alone. And she'd be like, I swear there's something like, there's something here. Like she, 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 yeah, to this day, like I'll bring it up right around this time of year. It's like, remember that, uh, Remember that thing, that ghost or something in the in our last. So, uh, do you know like last... how old the house was, or well, is there anything was... around it, like trees? So it was an apartment complex, and uh, it's actually yeah, the last apartment we lived in before we bought a house, and actually it's not far from where we live now. <sighs> um, but yeah, she she always brings like when when I talk about ghosts and spooky things, she's like, I still swear there's something, and she's like, it was always when you weren't home. And it was always mm. late. I'd be with with the baby, and I would feel like there was just something around there. And she'd like she to this day she's still convinced that there was something going on in that place. That's the closest thing in terms of. And of course, like I said, my mom had a bunch of stories of her like her growing up in the Philippines and things like that. But I don't remember all the details uh, to mm. retell them. But in terms of like actually living anything, I personally have not had any of those experiences. Uh, maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I just don't sense that sort of thing. Maybe I don't have that. Or you're, or you're lucky. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm lucky. And we'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But like I said, and that's the thing. Like with the story my wife had, it was always like, it was it's always when you weren't home. She's like, you would be staying Maybe you need late. to call Fred's friend. Yeah. <laughs> and ask yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah, and so she was always convinced. She she was like, I she's like, I I hated that last place we lived at wow. for that reason because mm. it always felt like there was there was something in our in our child's room, and I was like, that's cool. 
Yeah, <laughs> I missed it out again. But yeah, and I would be like, bro. Yeah, and I'd go in the room That's and be crazy. like, maybe I just Happening. don't sense it as like. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But you know, Fred's friend, who's the empath. Like, I wonder how many people are out there. It's like the movie Sixth Sense, right? With yeah. right. Joel Osment. Like when this little boy can sense, can see ghosts. Like said, I see dead people. <laughs> and uh, what a great twist in the end. But I wonder again how many people are so in tune with that. I don't know, borderline universe like another another it's just like a curtain sometimes you'll see that right they, they'll say that phrase the in-between zone like when someone passes away they're kind of here that's that's another thing Limbo. in my family too like if someone passes away they're still kind of here for the next 24 hours so you try to make their their you know you tell them it's okay to go 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 somewhere more peaceful um mm. it's something that i grew up with where they could still be here they might want to say goodbye to certain things but again like i've never i've never physically felt a presence even when my dad was uh, quite ill and dying, I one of the things I told him was, "Hey, I want you to haunt me. Like, I want you, you know, like part of it is I want you to that give me a definition. I want you to give me a definition that there's something beyond this. So whenever the lights flicker, you're always yeah, no, that's your dad. no. I mean, and then I don't <laughs> know if you also have heard the entity where, um, you know, when someone's visiting you uh, who's already passed on, you might see a moth. Yeah. Right. So I feel like around my dad's anniversary or yeah, there's always like a Mm. moth by our front door and kind of is, it reminds me, oh yeah, it's my dad's anniversary or something like that. And I remember him. I mean, not that I not think of him every day, but something like that, that's more of a physical thing that moths also somehow convey a symbol of someone's soul, right? Someone who wants you to remember them and stuff, Hmm. but yeah, so like when, when I moved here, August of 96, I moved from Philippines, Manila, Philippines to Chicago or the suburbs of Chicago, Grace Lake, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, a few <clears throat> months later, so I moved here August 96 and May 97, my mom passed away. But I was walking around, you know, trying to look at this place because it's really beautiful where we lived. So I was just walking the street just by myself, daylight, very bright. And I'm not a bug person, butterfly. I don't like them. Like if you were to take me to Butterfly Wonderland, I'd probably bring my zapper. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not <laughs> so I saw this black butterfly. It just kept following me, following me. And then my mm. chest just felt like I'm Happy. not afraid, but it felt weird. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. something is really off. I think somebody passed away. Mm-hmm. And then my guardian called my called my dad and said my mom passed away. She died in a house fire. And I said, Yeah, I know. How did you know? My dad got mad because he thought that my guardian called me first before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, nope. I just knew. That sense. And Mm, I said, I think sometimes we have like that sensitive part of us. And Mm. I sort of got when somebody told me like maybe you're this, some type of like medium you need to um, focus Mm. on. I said, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want any of that. And just like um, my friend Evie, um, as well, she's a very Catholic person. And as I told my eldest, we were driving home from somewhere in Gilbert. And I said, I have to call Evie. She goes, why? I don't know. I just, I had a dream last night holding a baby boy. And it's Evie's child. And I'm not going to tell you the other funny part of the story. Because it's kind of, <laughs> it's not about that. But so I called her and I said, I had a dream about you last night. I'm holding a baby and you're trying to make me breastfeed your baby. And I said, that's weird. And <laughs> shut up. I said, what? I'm pregnant. I'm about to announce to my family. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so wow. she was like, you know, you always do this to me. So again, with her, we were at her house and her um, sister-in-law 
was there and I was so nervous. I was in front of her and I'm, you know, I'm social, but introvert at the same time. Like I'm not the one to open the conversation if I don't know people. And I sat next to Evie and this, this uh, sister-in-law of hers. And I said, Hey, I'm really, really nervous for her, but I don't know why. And I said, I said, I really don't want to say it. So don't say anything because I, I'm feeling death. And he goes, Oh my God, what are you talking about? So a week later, she announced she's pregnant. Two weeks later, she, she, she lost it. Mm. And I said, I really felt like it has something to do with it. Because I said, that night, she said, they're leaving super early in the morning. Well, first, they're going to go clubbing in Phoenix. And then they're going to go hiking first thing in the morning. Because we're not going to get any sleep. I said, something is wrong. And it's not good for her body. Mm-hmm. And he thought, you know, because of what she's doing. And I'm a mom of four. I'm just worried. Mm-hmm. And because you're just overthinking it. I said, and then two weeks later, she said, oh, it's horrible. She lost her baby. Oh, wow. I was like, well, I told you, you remember? It goes, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I was like, it's just crazy. Wow. But, I, I, but I'm like, I haven't felt, like, I only felt something here once. And it was In your house? Years. Yeah. So this is after it was blessed. I felt one and. Like that house? Daughter, yes. Okay. And my <laughs> third daughter felt one. So I was pregnant with our youngest. And so I already had my third, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're sitting on the couch. I'm a night person. I mm-hmm. watch TV in the dark. I love supernatural stuff. But I wasn't mm-hmm. watching it then because my, my daughter is there. But she's playing with my iPhone. Mm-hmm. So we're in the dark watching TV. Um, it was 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. It was after midnight. And my brother-in-law's room, Fred remembers, is by the entrance of the house. And the water is all the way on the other side of the house. And... His habit when he walks is he, he always does this to his shirt. Like he always does this to his shirt. So I saw a shadow behind me because the kitchen is behind me and we have the under cabinet lights. So if somebody passes behind me, the light goes to the living room as a shadow in front of the okay. TV. So I, I, I saw his shadow go over there and then I heard the water machine. I said, oh, okay, he's getting water. And then I saw him go back again. I said, oh, I didn't even see him go back to his room. But now I'm hearing him again going that way. And I'm like, I'm not hearing his footsteps. It's a heavy guy, loud slippers. I said, I'm not hearing his footsteps. So I stood up. John, John, no answer. Okay, I sit down. So I, I, you know, I sit on my one leg, my left leg, so that if I see him again, I can stand up right away. Right? Because I'm pregnant. It's hard for me to move. I see it again. Stood straight up. Like, there's no one here. And Elena, my third, gets up and says, who was that? So what? <laughs> who was that? She's... So you saw it too? Yeah, I saw something there. And I'm like, mm-hmm, perfect. Wow. <laughs> but that's well, your dad. Girl, right? So he wasn't even home. I find out oh. he was in home. So I'm cracking oh. up, go upstairs and tell all my sister, my sister-in-law and her friends. I just saw something downstairs. But I'm not scared, but I'm cracking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elena validated I saw something. And then when this was our master, I went in and his grandma was still here from the Philippines. My daughter was laying on top of the pillows, staring at the top of the bathroom door. Just like this, not moving. Like, hoi, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, hoi, what are you doing? She's not moving at all. She's not even blinking. I said, hoi, what are you doing? You're scaring me. He goes, he said, don't move. Oh. Who said, don't move? Ooh. That black guy. 
What the oh, That's why that's a liquor room now. Oh, and no. really, like, beat up. Nope. I thought some black guy, you know, was in my mm-hmm. house. So I'm like, what are you talking about? His grandma walks in and goes, she saw it too. And I'm like, what? what? what are you talking about? <laughs> no. Fred, Fred slept in that room, right? I did. Yes. I did. <laughs> never I did. Visited. I, never I, was, the, I was intrigued by the food. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> That, that's no why they're trying to. Food. That's why they're feeding Fred all this. All that, this food. Could, that could get me to stay <laughs> in that room. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Nothing. Wow. I'm like, what are you guys seeing? So me, cracking up because when I'm scared, I crack up. Go straight to the pantry, <laughs> grabs a leftover holy water. Yeah, and I started going like this. I could not remember <laughs> the words to our father. Oh, I, it was wow. freaking me the f out. I said, "Wow!" I said, "What?" Are, so I had to Google it and then read it because I couldn't. I couldn't. Fi- I couldn't remember it. I went to a wow. Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember yeah. our father, right? Yeah. So I, I had to read it, and I'm cracking wow. up, and his grandma's just laughing at me. I'm like, "You're crazy!" <laughs> <laughs> wow. But nothing after that. Thank God. Was I mean, Carlos I didn't feel at home? any anything in there. No, I, I actually. I actually blocked it off my my memory, and so thanks and for now it's been resurfaced. Are you scared of his own house now? Because anytime I bring it up, he either yeah. disappears from the room or he tells me to shut up. Yeah, I, I, like every he time doesn't she like says to that, hear I don't, I don't like to hear it. Like he just wow. he just goes away. He's just gone. How, how old is your house? Like, is it like in a? It's like ten a years. New house, new no, it's, it's a new years. build. It's a new build. It's not no. an Indian reservation. It's, and he was after was baptized, but it was just those two things. But Elena's the only one that scared me. But my experience with my brother-in-law, Shadow, that was just funny to me. That wasn't scary to me. It didn't feel scary. Mm-hmm. It felt mm-hmm. me, it felt funny. Hmm. But her staring like this, not moving. Yeah, she said, move. like, what do you mean? Next level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move. Yeah, yeah. she was toddlers. I was like, well, no. Yeah. Harold, <laughs> any stories from your mom or dad? Not from my, well, like my cousins when we were in the Philippines. They always tell me like, "Oh, don't go in the jungle at night." And I was like, "Why would I ever go in the jungle at night?" Right? No <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you were thinking about it. <laughs> My Lola's house is like in the mountains of Cavite, so oh shoot, you would hear like there was a baby crying, and I was like, "Why is oh, a baby like crying right now?" So in Filipino folklore, if you hear a baby in the jungle, don't go looking for it. <laughs> Almost like a mermaid siren, right? Yeah. Like and you heard that? I heard it like at night and I was like, I can't sleep. There's a baby crying in the middle of the night. My cousins, I don't know if they were teasing me or whatnot, but they were like, We didn't hear anything. And I was like, Oh hells no. I was thirteen at the time. I was like, Whoa. Don't do it. Yeah. But in the jungle. Like if you find the baby, don't touch it. Like this Don't even look for it. Monster and like eat you. And then turn yeah, back. Yeah, what are people. those called? I remember they're saying China. They're China. China. And it's yeah. uh it's the the it's the, it's spelled with T. T I have no I A N A K. Because I spell it the way it sounds. Tiana. Tiana. Yeah, that's right. We're talking about Cresce. I couldn't watch that episode because they were talking. Oh, it was there. It was there. And I was like, oh hells, nope. Dianak, yeah. Dianak yeah. is a, a vampiric creature in the Philippine mythology that takes on the form of a toddler or baby. Yeah. 
Although there are various types, it typically takes the form of a newborn baby and cries in the jungle to attract unwary travelers. Diana. Yeah, nope. You are that traveler. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I was visiting. But yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And like going back to Okinawa, that's where I was stationed at. So I remember I was on duty. So duty is 24 hours. You're there just to monitor like blood products in case some possible needs it, right? I kid you not, like around eight o'clock, nine o'clock, I hear typing, like Emma? from one of the offices when I was doing my my rounds, and I was like, "Miss Kamova, are you no! here? We're left in suspense." <laughs> yeah, no, and then I was like, "Nobody's here. Her lights on. She never leaves her light on. Turn it off." Uh, like a couple hours later, go back around. And I hear this, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> but this is from my metal director's office. Lights on. I was like, "Somebody's playing a prank on me." So I was like, on our group chat, I was like, "If you're here, please do not come. I'm walking up. The, I'm walking up the hallway." <laughs> oh my but god! Three o'clock. One of the rooms where we do our screenings for our blood donors drops to twenty degrees. Like 20 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh. It's in the middle of summer. So all the other rooms were all normal except for that room. But I kept going off like at 3 a.m. for like the last like 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, what the hell? Look it up. And I was like, if there's like entity, like temperature drop. Yeah. In that room, when I told That's our funny. like civilian or Okinawa civilians, they said like, oh yeah, like usually like a lady. And I was like, oh no, I'm closing that. <laughs> I'm not even I'm just gonna disable the alarm so I can sleep at night. And then my metal director says, like, oh yeah, you saw the lady? And I was like, I am not seeing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not look for them. Yeah, nope. I did not look for them. I just closed I did the not door. Invite. Yeah. Yeah. But because like Okinawa, it's a graveyard, the whole island. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just like it's it's creepy. That was like the only the instance where I'm like, no. <laughs> what do you do too? Since you're like a, an officer, right, or military person? Yeah, I was a pretty officer. Like, if they tell you to go there, you have no choice but to go there, right? Like, yeah. they say, go see who is typing, and you're like, hell no. But you think because <laughs> it's the second floor there. And he was like, when he was standing duty, yeah, like weird stuff will happen. You'll hear like a door open and nobody else is in the room or the lights. And I was like, mm, this is a brand new facility. It's like only five years old. Oh, wow. So it, it's what it's on. Creepy. And then like I remember when my son was two or three years old staring <clears throat> at like in Japan. Uh, storage is actually pretty cool. On top of the closet is another like closet up top. <laughs> if you've seen the yeah. grudge, like the, the little grudge. Pool, I was like, gonna say the grudge. Up. Oh god. So <laughs> like just like laughing in the middle of the night. And I was like, mm-mm. So I started opening up <laughs> all <sweet>. the things. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So was, and he just stopped laughing after that. And I was like, oh thank goodness. <laughs> Why do they wow. do that? They're making. But that's true too, right? You hear stories of like young children, especially more in tune. They're just open to these yeah. creatures, yeah. these entities. Our, our right? oldest. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, our oldest. When we visited, when we visited her grandma uh, in Florida, we were at <laughs> her house, 
uh, grandma's house. And how long has grandpa been gone by then? I forgot. Not very long. Yeah, but not very. Two. Yeah. So her grandpa passed about a year or two before that. And so our very, toddler. Very, very nice guy, by yeah. the way. Our toddlers, Lexi was what, two? I think not two. Not even because I was pregnant with yeah. yeah. So we were just all hanging out in the living room talking about family and stuff like that. And our daughter wanders to our grandma's oh, room. Was it grandma's gosh. room? Gosh. Oh, you tell me. We, we went to the master bedroom. Because we left the living room because we were getting ner nervous. I'm nervous because I'm pregnant. Um, there's a death across the street from the mm -hmm. Cuban oh, yeah, yeah. gang killing. Yeah. Oh. Across the street. My grandma said this family is the nicest people she's ever met. But their yeah. kids was gang related. She had gang related that, that night. So I was like, well, shoot. Well, no pun intended. What if they shoot towards the house? The window's right yeah. here. Like, I'm sensitive when I'm pregnant. Like, that scares the crap out of me. <clears throat> so he's he's worried, too, but he's trying to be quiet. He's just, just like, you know, trying to calm me down <coughs> and the whole situation. And Lexi comes out of the my grandparents' bathroom. Um, first of all, we traded room because we were in the other room, and I felt scared there. So we went to the master bedroom. So I said, okay. So anyway, she comes out of this bathroom and just goes... Grandpa Bob said hi. Like full sentence. And she was young. Grandpa Bob said hi. We haven't even mentioned mm. his name. We just call him Grandpa. Mm. Grandpa Bob said hi. I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> and Grandma's like, don't be scared. Because Grandpa's like the nicest, mm. nicest person. He's a painter and just loves children. Like he yeah. quit like after 30 years of working from Ford and worked at McDonald's just so he can see these children go to schools, mm -hmm. like give them breakfast and all this stuff. And he up and pays for them. So she's like, that's cool. He's just probably telling us to calm down. Everything's going to be okay. Nothing's going to happen. But that mm -hmm. shut Carl and I up. Like, <laughs> we're going home tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> I love Florida. <laughs> going back home. <laughs> Yeah, but again, like the presences of things make themselves known. Like another um, aunt of mine, um, she said she was uh, in her early twenties, and she's this this auntie Atibabas's mom. She's from Pangas Pangasinan. Pangasinan. Another. It almost seems like another more haunted area in the Philippines because she was also very rich with stories. This auntie. And one of the stories that stayed with me is, uh, I think when she was young, they were just at a, you know, over in the Philippines, I guess, when someone's about to pass away, there's a vigil where mm -hmm. you stay with the person who's sick and you just keep them company, right? And unfortunately for us here in North America, that sort of practice is lost um, or maybe our families are so stretched out across the globe that we don't have that taking over of each other to sit with somebody who's passing away. Yeah, so, with the rosary and everything. That's right. That's right. So I think one of her aunt was passing away and um, she couldn't make it to her shift because she was stuck in school and traffic like that. But she said on the way home, she suddenly was overwhelmed by the smell of cloying roses. Like it was just all mm. over around her. And she realized then that her aunt had passed away. And so you know, to get, she didn't get confirmation, of course, but she was just trying her mm -hmm. best to rush home to sit with her aunt. But when she got there, they gave her the news. Yes, Tita already passed away. And she's like, oh, I knew that because at a certain point in my, you know, my commute home, I was surrounded by the smell of roses, which was her aunt's favorite flowers. Yeah. So like mm -hmm. those kinds of stories too are like another, you know, 
um, even now when I tell it, and I mean, I've heard this story since I was little, like it still stays with you. It still gives you a lot of uh, uh, raised hairs. Right. right. That, remind, that reminds me again, like um, we first bought our tuft and needle mattress and I still have a youngest in diaper. Right. And this Elmer guy, remember I told you about him about going around the street like five times and yeah. find his home. Yeah. yeah. So I come home from work, I think it was. And I said, what is that smell? It smells like urine. It's I was oh. pissed because I thought nobody wants to admit that yeah. they didn't change diaper and that they ended up pissing on the new Carl's yacht Carl. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was at work. But I said, man, I smell it. He's getting mad. He goes, I don't smell anything. It's your nose. I'm literally putting my nose on the mattress like this. I said, it smells like pee. He goes, we don't smell it. I said, it's so strong. Wow. Like, like it's been there days on a damp rug. Yeah. Rag. Like it's so, like, how can you guys not smell that? Like I'm literally like spraying this mattress with everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the same night or the next day. So my, our friend Bree used to come over a lot. Um, another scaredy cat like him. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> we used to have, we used to have long hair. I'm like, I said, I smell it again. Like Bree, do you smell that? He goes, and he gets mad because he gets scared. So he uses a lot of F words because you know I don't effing smell anything. Like stop it. Like you know you're freaking me out. I said, dude, I really. We go to the movies. Did we have the little kids then? Yes, we did. I, I don't think we had the two little ones, but we had Lexi and Kylie with us. We we're going to go watch and we, we were in the first person there because before it's not reserved seating. It's first come, first mm -hmm. serve. So we're mm -hmm. always like an mm -hmm. hour and a half before the movie in line, right? So we're the first person in the bar. And I said, about, I'm about to like, I stood up in front of them in the railing. And I said, oh my God, that's so strong. The urine smell is in the theater. Oh, no. I was like, what is that smell? I literally pulled Lexi's hair to see if she sprayed something mm -hmm. on her hair. because She has really curly hair. I said, no, no. That evening, my sister in the Philippines, um, her name is Maan. She mm -hmm. calls me and said, Uncle Elmer died. I said, oh, my God. And then my papa picks up the phone and tells me, yeah, I was going to change his um, diaper or his mm -hmm. pad. And I found him in his room in a puddle of pee. Uh, and chance. I'm like, so, wow. so he was telling me he passed on then because after he told me that, mm -hmm. I no longer smelled the pee. Mm -hmm. But I was wow. like, for a day or two, I was like, it was really bothering me. <clears throat> like, I'm literally like, do you guys smell that? Like, I will get like a strong whiff of it. Goes, you, you, do you don't smell that? It's like Even premonition, visitation, yeah. all of the and above. Then he tells me, yeah, I found I found him in a puddle of pee. He must have passed away oh. and just let go. Yeah. Right? Yes. I said, oh, my God. And then the smell went away. So wow. I guess he was just telling me he passed away. And I'm like, that's why people are telling me about it. And every time somebody's like, something bad is about to happen, mm -hmm. I somehow feel it. Somebody passes, I feel it. So I'm like, please don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when my mom passed yeah. away, I told you guys when house fire. When when they told me it was a house fire, immediately prayed and said, "Do not ever show me yourself." Mm. I said, mm. "I will never forgive you." <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. show up in my dream, looking scary. Yeah. I said, "I'll never forgive you." So I never, I never see her. I dreamt probably my whole life like about her twice, and both times like. She's not decapitated, but you don't see her head, but you just you just know it's there. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, it's weird. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, 
don't don't you dare. I said, yeah. I'll never forgive you. <laughs> yeah. My my mom's dreams too. She says she never really sees them. Mm-hmm. They're usually like no half care. turned. They're half mm-hmm. turned. Mm-hmm. And right. from their profile, she knows who they are. Yeah, exactly. She That's feels like they're talking to her so they can she can hear their voices, but she they're never front to her. Right. To actually you see just her. know it's there's, them. There's a, That's how a it presence. Was my yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my so like, don't don't do it yeah. to me. So yeah, never. it's because we don't want it that it shows up to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't now, want it. Now you know why I always tell it. Don't, it. Don't, don't, don't mention it to me. <laughs> I was like, nope, shut up. No, no. Yeah. Okay, like <laughs> one thing I picked up in Okinawa was the. Have you guys heard of, like the Shisa? It's like a um, Chinese guardian lion dog. Uh-huh. So basically, no. like I have one in front of my house. I don't know if you remember seeing those. Oh, yeah. like the red dogs. Yeah, those red dogs. So one mouth oh, is okay. open, one mouth is closed. And it's supposed to, like, the open mouth wards off evil spirits. And the closed mouth, like, keeps the good ones inside. And usually okay. leave, like, a, a pile of salt, like, in the front. Salt. Hmm. Yeah. So is that, like, inviting him and kicking them out at the same time? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, you keep hits? the good ones in, like, like, Casper, the friendly ghost, and then you keep, like, the bad aswongs. Out. out. Oh, okay. Yeah, out, yeah. Wait, what's the name called? It, they're called Shisa. 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 Yeah. So normally, like, you, it would be gifted. Mm. So after that mm. night that had the ghost, <laughs> I guess you could say, like, the weird apparitions, like, my coworker, my friend, she gifted me, like, a pair of Shisa. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So nice. I was, like, kept that. Oh, I have seen these before. I'm looking. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at a Google. Oh, no, you're good, you're good. Yeah. I think I know what. <clears throat> Rob, you said you don't really have any much stories, but you didn't hear any stories from your mom, dad, or grandparents. No, not really. And and it's I texted so cold my in dad. Detroit. It's so I cold said, in Detroit. I, yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> um, I texted my dad and uh, uh, I said, "Did Mimi or Papa Lou ever talk to you about uh, talk about the Dwinde to you?" And he said, "I don't know what that is." No, <laughs> yes, obviously not, right? I thought it was interesting yeah, that that's, that's like one way that they would oh, like have. bring oh, you inside, like from playing outside, right? It's like, mm. oh, they're gonna get you or whatever. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. really interesting. Well, this is a lot right. of our stories too are like replete with just being feared, right? Like it's a way to keep us in line, so we're not malicious, yeah. we're not naughty. Oh, right. someone's gonna watch you, right? So you're you're terrified, and you kind Did of they do that to straight you? up, that's and you're so scared. No, I mean <laughs> he's so well behaved, <laughs> Carl. Man, that's the thing in the Philippines too, because that's why you you don't. Because in the Philippines, it's it's always that was part of the culture shock when I when I moved here was not seeing anybody outside. Because in the Philippines, oh, everybody's yeah, outside, outside, right? Yeah. Everybody's outside. So there, everybody's there, afraid here. <laughs> yeah, there's basically two things that that kind of make you go inside, like like without even an official curfew. Mm-hmm. One everybody's mom will be yelling everybody's name down the street and you're like oh time for me to go home yeah because my mom's calling me and the other thing is like what cheryl and everybody mentioned earlier about the the nuno and stuff like that you you, you have to be home by a certain time so you're not walking in the dark yeah. even though you're yeah even though you're in the city hour. or anything like that yeah you, you have you know so as a kid that's like what <laughs> scared me in terms of okay yeah. it's time for me to go home it's kept you dark. in line. Yeah. yeah. Well, we right? joke. I mean, I joke about it all the time. It's like you get threatened by. I mean, I even said it in chat earlier. It's mm-hmm. like that's how you you would behave. It's like, don't go over there. The mumu will yeah. get you. Like, oh, <laughs> right. crap. Wow. 
You don't take, oh, that's you don't. why I don't say that to my kids because I'm like, you're gonna, you guys are gonna be like your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like one time, like uh, his dad was gonna scare him like that, or my, his mom. Goes, I said, don't, don't do that. I said, I don't want them scared when they're little because they're all gonna be like him. And apocalypse comes, and I'm the only one trying to pick everybody. I said, that's not happening. Funny. No way. And I and I think it, and that's another kind of uh, behavioral behavioral like counteract of who you don't go with this the mumu mm-hmm. was it also it's messed up it also kind of fueled a a catholic like guilt or a mm-hmm. catholic kind of culture in instilled in me obviously now my my faith is my own mm-hmm. um and i don't pray so that ghosts don't haunt me but i mean like it was one of those things where it's, it's like the reason why i felt at peace is because i tied it to Prayer. my faith right and my parents right. would tie it to prayer and for those who don't know um the filipino uh, a, a majority or a lot of filipinos are are very catholic and that was instilled in them by the spanish um the, in, the yeah. right and so a lot of uh catholics are, or a lot of filipinos are catholic i, I grew up catholic mm-hmm. and so that sure i was i was scared of the mumu that was around you know the dark corner or that the place in my aunt's house that was dark that i shouldn't be in I was scared of the mumu in there because my parents threatened me. However, to mm. counteract, you know, to counteract uh, a good behavior as well, it kind of like instilled the the prayerful Catholic side of Filipino culture in me as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, other things too, being grateful for, you know, food or being grateful for whatever. Um, but half of it was like, yo, I'm going to pray so that that stuff don't happen. Yeah. To me. Warded off. You're trapped yeah. to be Catholic. Right. <laughs> and, and that's why I said it's kind of messed up, but at the same time, like I'm 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 thankful for that because I have, you know, I have I, I would consider myself a fairly you know spiritual even today. Yeah. Um yeah. and it's because of of stuff like that. So um and I don't know if it like Rob for you, it's because your parents are a little bit more Americanized or what have you. Um and um but who 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 knows? And uh, I don't know. Like I, I think that's another thing why I find peace is because of like my faith. faith. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, um, you know. And I, I, and I, I attribute that to being Filipino. Like most Filipinos are, are, um, are, 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 are Catholic. But the thing is, like, I it was a, it was always something. I don't know about you guys. Maybe it's because, um, I grew up in Southern California. But uh, it was another kind of like a. Uh, bridge between um, Filipinos and Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of yeah, sure. a lot of Mexicans here, yes. right? Yes. So Mexicans, Catholic, they they probably have the same stories that we do. We yeah. talked about La, La Llorona earlier. Um, Barbara, you know, yeah. they the, celebrate the All Souls Day, right? So right, they have they have they have they have their sayings that I know, like Sana Sana Colita de Rana. Like I know, oh. like stuff like that, which is like. You know, kind of like little folklore things that they that they have, and I thought that was always cool. That just to kind of tie all of this mm-hmm. um, up is that um, yes, the Filipinos have all this folklore. Yes, the Filipinos experience all of these different ghosts and and things like that. But what's fun is that it's also a bridge to other cultures. And for me, it was a bridge to me and um, to my my Mexican friends. It's like we grew up as like a, a oh. cultural cu- cultural cousins um be because of that and i yeah, i always sure. fit in more mm-hmm. with the the mexicans you know in, in my schools than it was like uh the other kids uh because of that 
So um, I like that we talked about this to, uh, today because I feel like um, obviously it's not just Filipinos. It's not just us who, who experience um, this different folklore or, or, or different cultural related um, ghost stories or paranormal stories. I know a lot of other cultures experience like this paranormal stuff and so when it's this time of year obviously we get to hear all these fun things and exchange these different stories with different cultures and so i'm glad that we we talked about this today and we talked about it during the daytime uh (laughs) (laughs) middle of october so we're far from halloween still right right (laughs) uh so in celebration of filipino heritage uh filipino um heritage month i'm glad that and of course, with spoopy time with October, I'm gonna glad that we we definitely talked about this um, today. So, um, and, if, and oh my god, see, and they're not gonna show themselves to you because you want to see them. I know, I know. Oh my gosh! But if anybody, if anybody watching this post or even now, you guys have your own ghost stories, especially ones tied to culture, your culture. Um, we'd love to hear your guys' stuff. You might even be able to read a couple of them uh, for the next episode um, since it'll still be October, still spoopy time um, for the next one. So, And it kind of invites you to, to kind of read about your history. Um, yeah. Like, for example, the stories I was telling is related really um, around World War II, Japanese-Filipino mm-hmm. American, uh, Japanese war, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and... I mean, I read it today and forgot all about it, even though I went to school in the Philippines and it's like, oh my gosh, this happened. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. this is why. But then again, there's yeah, another so. thing like, you're, it's just in your head and you're kind of making it connect, but you know, it kind of brings you back and just to think about what happened in the past. Right. Remember sure. what happened and who it happened to. And really, right. it's the recent past, right? Like your stories are yeah, really recent. the recent past. Right. So, very cool. Uh, before right. we... Yeah. We brought some food. We brought some I know. Some, we uh, like to bring cuisine. food. We didn't bring this. So last weekend was uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. But one of our family friends here went to Chicago, actually. And titas and titos are always love to send us food here because they think we don't have Filipino food. But we're always so grateful. So we don't have a red ribbon in Toronto. Mm. But they send us ensamadas. Oh. Right? right away. They love they don't last me so long. much. <laughs> they don't. This is like the last one. I think they sent us like two packages and my kids just devoured them. So what is this? What's in here? This What's is it? like a sweetened bread. And, bread and, and uh, it's, it's, it is just really bread. That's uh, white bread. And then on top, it's sprinkled with butter, sugar, and cheese in this case. And it's just so good with Those tea or coffee. And you so microwave good. it a little bit. You have to warm it, it up for like five seconds or ten seconds. But I've never yeah. seen this either. I guess Red Ribbon is the also coffee. expanding Those their Those are so good. Oh, the chocolate. And Can we go to Red Ribbon? No, I need to move my bill. Uh, Harold has a red ribbon an hour away. Where I is do. that again? It's like over to the Virginia water. Virginia Beach. I don't Beach. even know what I red so ribbon is. To go there. Yeah, they're a it's going to be your homework, Rob. And yeah, they have a lot, of, uh, in a lot of ensamada, different tray. flavors. Yeah, Ube, no, no, coconut, no. delicious. So oh, always so grateful to be sent these Filipino treats. And Costco. Our Costco oh, now carries no, sweet no, langonisa. Uh, all packaged Ooh. up like this. So I'm going to cook this for uh, dinner. So it's three packs. Three packs Yummy. for 50 yes. bucks, which is like so cheap in the U.S., I would imagine. But it's called sweet langonisa because I guess there's also spicy langonisa. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That yeah but, uh, spicy ones we, are good. We do if you find the, the skinless the one, those are really good. Oh, I've never tried those. But I also oh, like to see them, which has a Canadian we've never flag. really seen. But yeah, That's this one is uh, yep, delicious in Costco. So thank you, Costco, for bringing more Filipino stuff. 
to us. Yeah. I forgot to send this picture uh, in our, our group chat, but this is also at Costco. Again? There we go. Spam. Uh, just, oh. just a ton of oh, spam. Lord. Wow, Hell we don't yeah. have spam here. <laughs> We, yeah. we have we have three packs of those right now. Right, we had them yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard in, in the U.S. you guys have like different spam flavors. Who was it? Who uh, was telling you? Oh, it was Doc, yeah. Doc, oh, yeah. Doc Samson. Doc Samson. Different flavors of spam, and I've never seen any other flavor yeah, okay, no, other than spam spam. Right. We're more sophisticated with our spam selection. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Truffle <laughs> spam. Who knows? Oh, truffle spam. Mm. Wow. wow. <laughs> Imagine braised in red wine. I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Nice guess, pickups. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So if you right. if you find a seafood city close to you, Rob. It's gonna so have I got, either I got a Chow King, a Jollibee, or Red Robin. Oh, Red Robin. Red, 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 Red Ribbon. Red Ribbon. Red Red Ribbon. Ribbon. I don't have any of those near me. Yeah, I, I don't either. And I'm gonna find it. <laughs> the closest one is uh, closest Red Ribbon is uh, San Antonio. Oh, which is oh. yeah, about two two and a half hours away. Two hours That's away. Not I have one down the road, so or Goldilocks. I don't have that either. They're so nice. <laughs> yeah, we need Manila. I find myself just googling it every once in a while. Like, hey, maybe like since the last time I looked, they up, they've one. built one. You know, yeah. <laughs> they've heard my no. prayers. No, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> we have one Jolly Bee here now. Yeah, finally. Nice, hey. nice. All right, was on every street in California. Yeah, yeah. There isn't All a right. single seafood city in Texas. Actually. Damn. Yeah. Not Stop. moving to Texas. It's funny because when I when I decided, okay, I'm going to move to Austin, I was like, okay, let me make sure there's a Lego store nearby and there's a Bricks and Minifigs nearby. But now I know also, oh, Seafood City and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and a Jolly Bee. All those, hey, at so. least you got your Costco membership. Yeah, you got your Costco. That's key. Costco membership, <laughs> so... We also have In and Out, and we have Canes and all this no, we don't have southern food. Out. So it's 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 all right, you know. You're I'll, not I'll starving. Be I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fit. You can't yeah, have yeah. Jolly and run. Yeah, you can. I mean, you, no, you, you can't. can't. That's, that's why you run, right? Yeah, yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, the that's the reason. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You need to no. carve up afterwards. It's more motivation. And more. Anything. All right. I guess this is a good two-hour end to this. Good, good talk. Good sharing of stories. I think uh, you're right. It's good that we shared it during daylight hours, so I can sleep later tonight. Yep. <laughs> uh, did Did we talk about uh, for the next time doing some costumes? Yeah. Let's should do I, it. Should I come, for Halloween uh, dressed up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. All right. All right. And then maybe we can share our favorite Halloween stories, as in like childhood Halloween, right? Oh, I dress up. What remember here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because Sounds Halloween good. isn't Fred, in the Philippines. Fred, Fred was uh, Fred was prepared today. He was he was dressed up as uh, Zach and Rutledge, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. He was already he was already prepared. There yeah. he is. You know, you there nice. Zach, hey, yeah, how oh, are you? Oh, what happened to Fred? Oh, where'd Fred go? Where'd Fred go? Z Nation. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let's let's prepare for that next time. And again, uh, chat uh, or anybody that watches this post, 
um, show. Um, share your uh, paranormal stories, your parents' um, paranormal stories, or anything of the sort, any folklore that your culture, that you've heard um, as part of your culture. We'd love to read some of those as well uh, in the next uh, episode. Cheryl, thank you so much for, for joining us. You're more than welcome okay. to, yes. the first to join us. Yeah, to join us for next time. <laughs> <laughs> future future episodes, I'm sure um, you ha- you'll have plenty to contribute. Hey, I know I've I'll have yeah. a goatee and. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's like, have you seen those TikTok videos where they have like you dress as your husband and your like the wife or the partner dresses like the other? Oh, that's funny. Like Halloween parties. That's we look oh like my. Ready, right? <laughs> I just um, want to see you in a hot nurse's outfit. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But with that, guys, um uh catch us uh in two weeks for Holla Holla time. Uh, all of all of our social media, I'm sure will be posted all over the place. So you guys can uh, follow us on our respective channels. And we'll catch you guys uh next time for wow, I'm not getting there's like there's where's the music? What am I gonna get shut up? What am I gonna say? Shut up. make sure to follow yeah. us and, and hang out with us on our, our respective social medias. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Hollow Hollow Time. Hang on, everybody. Don't forget to reverse your shirts. <laughs> <laughs>